Good evening, everybody. Modern Comic Mayhem here. Saturday night. I hope you guys fucking scanned your uh, QR codes. Why? What are you laughing at, Corbin? Sorry, your good evening was hilarious. That's all. Good evening, gentlemen and gentlewomen. That's what it sounded hey, like. Hey, motherfucker, I'm trying to introduce a show here. Okay, okay. What's up, okay. Aaron? Good evening, everybody. <laughs> no, welcome to Modern Comic Mayhem. My name is Kylo. Introduce yourself, fellas. Uh, or not. I don't give a uh, fuck if you do uh, or not. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. We I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was taken aback by this Kylo shit, man. Fuck All it. Right. This is Brian, Marco, <laughs> Solo, Corbin, Matt, and Steve. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm good. I'm Marco. I'll just <laughs> yeah. <be> my turn. <laughs> I'm Corbin. I'm doing well myself. What's going I'm on, Joel, Glad to, to be here, back, everybody. <laughs> What's good everybody shit. drinking tonight? Uh, not Shasta. <laughs> Shasta baby. <laughs> Shasta, baby. If any of you guys watched the Hot Ten last night, I drank about this much peanut butter whiskey. Wow! So, so I had to take it easy today and switch um, over to. That doesn't to the, look like bullet, buddy. You're wor- you're drinking the worst Bud Light seltzer at, at that. Well, I got Strawberry is like I got pineapple. Pineapple, got cranberry, mango, cranberry. Ooh. Um, pineapple, like it says Ooh. on the goddamn can. Hey man, I'm all about that mango. Uh, mango is good. Mango, mango seltzer is the shit. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Like bunch of woo chicks, man. I mean, who? That's it. You drink a Bud Light seltzer's bunch of woo chicks. All right, let's get into it. So, <laughs> Matt, why don't you put the QR code up for everybody? Look, if Kyle wants to be the woo girl at the bar, that's his own damn prerogative. All right. Everybody, scan it. We've got some pretty fun words, I think, for tonight to drink to. Oh, um, we should get pretty wasted with those words. So I'm hoping. Uh, Shasta better be up there. I'm hoping that it's all good and you guys enjoy it. <laughs> I just spilled all, all my stuff. <laughs> well, one of these nights, I'm going to have to scan that QR code. No, I'm going to try to guess what they are. So if Same you guys right. in the chat hear me guessing what they are, give me the thumbs up if I get them right. Um, if I were you, Solo, I wouldn't scan it because there's a lot of uh, making fun of Solo words tonight. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Like every time Solo eats popcorn, shut the fucking podcast off. Oh, shit, I'm going to fucking get a bowl of popcorn now. (laughs) Oh, man. It was a crazy, crazy couple days, man. Yeah, it's been a good one. It's been a good one, man. I know you guys, I know Brian and Kylo have been all over every show, but uh, I think we're going to get into some good stuff. We're going to change it up. I know everybody's waiting for the big news, but uh, what are we starting off with today, Matt? We starting off with a little DC. Uh, no, we're actually going to start off with uh, the the announcements that took place at the the Disney shareholders oh, meeting. Nice, good. I think everybody's ready. To go. There was a shareholders sure. meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get invited. What the fuck? You buy some stuff. That's what happens when you're not a fucking shareholder solo. Yeah. I told you to buy in at the right time, and you didn't. <laughs> I got fifty eight shares. I only got two hundred and twenty. So hey, I don't you know, know what? what you should have got the Disney shit when it was time to do the Disney shit. Only Marco nonchalant. I only got two hundred and twenty. You know. Well, my kids, my my kids got. Plenty of piece, also. So no big deal. No big deal, right? No. I wonder if I wonder if you had to have so many, like a certain amount, like or maybe they send you. It's a different type. They send you a thing in the email. You get one that like Mickey so Mouse did you get to you watch, the finger. Did you get to watch all the extra shareholder stuff that no, the no, leave no, didn't no. get to see? No, I don't have that type of stuff. I watched the, the Patty Jenkins um, thing she did, which was fucking awesome uh 
It, I really didn't think it was cool until the last scene because I was like, why the hell is she out there rollerblading? And why are only we seeing yeah. her from like the waist <laughs> up? And then I was like, when she turned around and threw on that freaking TIE fighter, the, yeah, the X-Wing uh, coveralls and the helmet, and then she turned around and there was the X-Wing, I was like, oh shit, that's dope. That was yeah. dope. <laughs> come on, Maxwell, way to come in. Hey, that was the first thing, one of the first <laughs> things. I remember a kid just, those things were everywhere when I was a kid, man. Those are one of the first things I remember drinking. All right. Really? Hell yeah, man. That George Beer Fest, they make fun of Americans for drinking the <laughs> Zima and Smirnoff ice. How about this, though? Like, look at this lineup, man. And how? And honestly, how many of these did we kind of, like, across the channel, did we kind of say were coming? You know what I mean? If you didn't have those Ironheart books, I'm just looking at all these. And it's been a crazy two days of, like, running and listing, right? Or upping prices on stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, Eternals we knew was coming. Ironheart we knew was coming. We knew Miss Marvel. Some of us, Miss Marvel was coming. You know, we, the Thor was finally there. What if people have been on that for a while? Um, <clears throat> who, who knew Armor Wars was coming? I, I that, never heard not, about that. Not, not me, no. I, that I'll, was some dead dead spec. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, what's that going to be about? Does anybody know? Armor Wars, I think it's. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the comic. I don't think they could do that now no. with the way the MCU is set up and where they are at, um, unless they... I know Don something. Cheadle is attached to it to reprise his role as War Machine. Yeah, but they're not going to oh. do the same thing that they did because Tony's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right because they, they modified Civil War already. That's, yeah, of course. They're going to have to modify stuff. But I think it's going to be really different. You know what I Dude. mean? Like, yeah. Did you guys see that? The I only say it because I didn't think this was going to work, but the Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, I know people are fans of that, but I just didn't think that was going to work. I didn't think it was going to work either. And it looks like it's going to work. Yeah, like it I'm looks really like sold it's on it now. It looks yeah, real I neat. I saw. I did see that too. I think I saw a different Falcon. No, maybe not. Maybe they showed a different a Falcon. Falcon. Oh, a different. <laughs> a like, different. Like... Yeah, I thought that maybe showed a different one, and maybe I did see it on there. But I know we've been talking. I mean, this channel's been talking about She-Hulk for a long time. Even there's rumors of Blade and, and Four. I know we kind of got away from Blade so much, but dude, this is. Well, uh... Here's the biggest thing for me. Uh, two biggest things. One, the, the, the uh, second biggest thing for me was uh, Christian Bale getting announced as Gore the God Butcher. Um, I think that was one of the best announcements that could have been for the whole thing. Not only for what uh, we're going to get out of Christian Bale. Like, I'm a huge Christian Bale fan. I think he's one of the best actors in, in Hollywood history. And uh, the shit he does for movies, and I think that character is, is one of the best written, created characters in comics in the last thirty years. Um, I know he dies, I, but it. And it's, okay, it's wait, hold on. Why is he so? Look, I I'll sell the book, but I didn't. I'll, All right, here's I'll why he's so good. Read. Here's why he's so good. That. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Up until that point, nobody cared about Thor anymore because Thor had been gone for a long time, right? And and when he came back, it turned out he was a fucking robot. He was a clone, right? So nobody knew talked about Thor. Thor was a foregone conclusion at that point. And Jason Aaron comes around with this book that is masterful from the get-go, from Jump Street. First issue, right? Really good, how he does it in between time. He introduces this character that basically, to, to break it down, he's pissed because he prayed to the gods to save his species. They didn't save his species or his planet. And he... Uh, says fuck that the gods are evil i'm gonna kill all the gods and he goes and gets powered up and becomes 
the God Butcher. One of the coolest names in all the fucking characters. One of the baddest mm-hmm. names. And he's super sick looking, right? That's super important because it's a cool character. Good looking design. Um, he fucks Thor up. He f- kills a bunch of gods. And, but here's another important thing, right? Guess what he introduces? The Necrosword. What does the Necrosword lead to? What does this open up for the MCU in five years? Even if it doesn't go there, guess what's going to happen in our, in our hobby? The Null stuff is going to continue to uh, make everything go up. You know, not just secondary market, but uh, yeah. people wanting to read comics, this and that. So I think that's very important. That's very interesting important. because last week, too, Matt was talking about that. He's like, look, it looks like it's a low point. This looks like a point maybe to buy into that Null character. And like... <sighs> I hope people thought about it. That's well, all I'm going to say. I mean, I know it's so expensive, but I hope people people thought it was a low point because it looks like it's going to go up now. The other thing is it's very going to be very interesting because I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of disappointed they were going the Jane Foster Thor route. I thought that story was lackluster at best. I thought it was a cash grab. I thought, you know, I was going through, I'll be honest, you know, that kind of hit hard uh, for what, because I was going through some of that stuff in my life and it just kind of felt cheesy. It wasn't a great story. Um, and I don't really want to see that in the movies, to be honest. And this kind of made me go, okay, if they're doing Gore the God Butcher and they're going to do that story, you know, any of that storyline, then maybe we won't get as much of that Jane Foster store, Thor storyline. Um, and I don't know how you guys felt, but I know there's a lot of people out there that read that story that we've had some commenters uh, comment on the channel lately about how that storyline wasn't a good storyline. And I agree. I didn't, I didn't think it was great. Um, but hey, I do love the, the, the gore, the God Butcher storyline. Steve, can you address this? Because I'm in the same spot with J.J. Maxwell. Do you see <laughs> any way? No, um, definitely not. I think we at, at sales, uh, CBSI and Tales have some pretty good sources and and really and and I, I know you and I talked about this you know we're not really big into the uh, either paid or unpaid spec sites but um, I think we have a pretty good source that the rights with null are, are with Sony so yeah, yeah but I don't he's think not hundred percent positive Steve <sighs> I think really? he's not. Source, no? all right he's not and and the only reason I bring that up is I you know I'm right there with you on that and I don't think he's because I've had conversations with him. You know, one of these days we, we need to just kind of really get 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 down and deep into that. But right. here's the thing, right? Um, does does Null really fall under that Spider-Man category? Well, I was going to say he's a new property, so therefore he's a new property. His rights were re- and if he Marvel, was if he was created so. through that Necro Sword storyline that started in Thor, right? Look, this is going to be a good debate. I, I agree with Steve on it. It's a it's a no, but I don't think Noel's coming for five years. And a lot yeah, it doesn't of, matter anyway, right? Because can happen in five. Yeah, great yeah, point. I mean, it's going to take. A, I don't know what's the date for um, Love and Thunder. Um, yeah, and I mean, e- even without COVID, there would have been you know these what at least two or three year breaks between what captain marvel captain marvel 2 uh um what else do we have uh, the doc- i mean when was the last doctor strange movie when was the last yeah. guardians movie when was the last um what's the other one i'm looking for the um yeah but 
we yeah. also can say, and, and I agree with you guys. I agree with you guys. We got to kind of temper temper some of our excitement, right? Um, right. And and but here's the other thing: not all these are movies. They're right. movies that are going to be presented as TV series, which they can roll out like this. If they can film them like they're doing Mandalorian now, they're building the three new studios. They can start putting stuff out, and they don't have to worry about that other stuff. No, I mean, that's cool. Hey, real quickly, first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Christmas special right here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shocking one for me on this is Secret Invasion. And what are they going to do since the, the scrolls are basically good guys in the MCU? Got to turn them evil. Are they they? Turn them. <laughs> yeah, or are they? Yeah, I think, or are they is kind of yeah, the good one. Yeah, set up. I agree. Or, you know, or they go with... Um, uh, not not the the um Cree, right? The I mean they make yeah. that'd be cool. Right, yeah. Mm. I mean, I I'm not going to lie, I'm hyped for I am Groot. I mean, I've only heard it like 87,000 times since the movie started, so <laughs> what's another series around it, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> a great character. Why not why not build something on it? You already if know they actually can, love that character. Yeah, if they actually can, then I think that validates some of the the one, you know, one line love that everyone got. Are they going to subtitle it at the bottom hey. then? Baby Yoda doesn't even talk, so you know at least Groot says three words, right? Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You're right. Like there's some staying power there for actually talking. Yeah. You got a point there, Steve. <laughs> With, um, I think the the big surprise though that no one really saw coming was Fantastic Four. Nah. Yeah. I, 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 I would have sworn X-Men. All they said was Fantastic Four. Before like, Fantastic Four. They I would have thought X Men first. Right? Though. I felt like a lot of the talk was X Men first. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, I had my money on Fantastic Four. I mean, for what they're doing and where they want to go, that opens mm -hmm. up an entire realm of so much. But Chad, yeah, so, as much as so, as much as I appreciate your money, you still have your money on Turok. Like, you <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh, I'm gonna laugh my, my way to the bank, buddy. One day, you, you know, will. I, I thought it was gonna be the power kids. Right. Like, I I always heard that it wasn't gonna be. They were gonna slow roll out four, and they were gonna, you know. um it was gonna be Franklin and them that were gonna come up, and they're gonna do a, like a little kitty spinoff for younger people, and then make it into like a movie for the, you know, like it'd be like a TV type thing for that, and then come into Fantastic Four. So like to, just to see the Fantastic Four out here, I also think too like how far is it gonna be, and are they gonna put in like little add-ins, right? Like this is huge, but they also keep saying everything said more. There's more coming for Phase Four, so are they gonna right. drop in like, I mean more stuff? I mean. The power pack, I really still think they're going to power pack something, right? Or no? We think they this is good. But, I mean, that's why I think Fantastic Four is such a good bet because there's so many things they can power pack off of Fantastic Four. But don't you think it's the, the hardest or the most expensive to spec on, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, what do we spec on? I mean, it's either going to be Doom. expensive, right? It's going to be, you know, FF1 or, Doctor you know. Doom. Doctor yeah. Doom, right, or Doctor Doom, and Galactus, right? It, it's that's that some expensive spec there, right? What yeah. about the Maker? Oh, yeah. I love. It. Yeah, I mean, well, this is it though. Like, if you're, if you're, you know, I know there's some guys that's that are not here. Expensive. That are, I know that there's some guys that are here that have been saving up money and selling some of these other books that are, you know, the quick flash in the pans for saving up for stuff, and that's what you do with it, right? Like, if you're going to sell some modern stuff, isn't isn't the point of selling it sometimes is to save up for some of these like bigger spec longer longer down the road books right is, right is that what people are doing or am i i don't i know i'm not the only one doing it i mean that's 
that's kind of part of the point. So like, yeah, maybe that's something you need to focus on where to put your money into. And some of those characters like Dr. Doom or, you know, some of those early Fantastic Four books, now that we see something, I mean, it's not going to be like the, what was that? The Yugoslavian Fantastic Four where they're coming out and uh, what was that? That duck stuff. Remember when the guy was trying to keep the freaking uh, things? This is Marvel. They're going to do it right, right? Like it's going to be a good movie. So well, I don't think the Fantastic Four was ever a, uh, when they sat down at the boardroom table, they didn't go, hey, what's a good spec book? What's a real cheap spec book? Oh, no, not expensive? at all. <laughs> they were like, right. we don't care. We're going to make. Even if it's a $35,000 book, this is what we're going to make. Sure. Absolutely. Do you think they should do it like they've done others? Like, they, they, do you think they should skip the origin like they kind of did with the when they redid Spider-Man? Just skip the origin story and just kind of say, assume, okay, you now know their backstory. We could just continue forward. That would I, I would nice. like that. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah, just like cliff note the backstory. You can't do the backstory again, man. You just can't. That's gonna. Hey, it's be been fun. done no. enough times. Yep. You can't probably do any better. Just we already know it's in lore. Make it happen. All right. So which you know, there, there's always the saying cycle or the selling cycle, right? Your selling cycle is news. Then when they come out with the first trailer, second trailer, make sure it's gone before. Well, mine is always make sure it's gone before you're open, unless you have faith in it, right? Because then you can get the second one. Which one, if you had to choose which one of these, which is your, which one are you selling? Like, when you hear that it's first uh, trailer coming out, which one of these titles, or maybe which two of these titles are you like? I'm getting rid of everything I have in the first, the first trailer announcement. What if? To, what if? What if? Yeah, because yeah, it's just an you know anthology. You know the books will heat up, but um, you want to hear something yeah. crazy, Steve? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what if is what I am most excited for for this whole thing. It was the moment right. in this whole thing where I went, holy shit, that looks great. And I agree a thousand percent with you. There is no spec value on anything but maybe Marvel Zombies. I'm right. Marvel well, I, I think there may be additional, like the, uh, what is it, Peggy Carter, Exiles 3. But yeah. it, it's all very short term. You you better you know, get that stuff Catch and out. get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you, yeah, as soon as you go yeah. with it. Besides that one, I mean, obviously that's universal, but I think yeah. I, like, I took I, easy pickings there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said two because as soon as I saw that one, I was like, maybe we should pick two. Secret <laughs> Invasion right now. Yeah, I think Secret Invasion you sell now yeah. uh, for sure. You get that shit out there ASAP. Um, I think the Miss Marvel stuff is definitely hold until at least until a trailer comes out uh, because that stuff looked amazing. I. I was so surprised at how good it looked. I was not, I wasn't saying it was going to be bad, but I just didn't expect it to be really that good when they announced the actress that they had playing her. But when they showed her an actual post-production edited, you know, footage, it looked so good. And she was, she looked like a star, you know what I mean? Like she looked, uh, when you see her actually acting and, and when the way they talked about it and the way they presented it and, um, I think that has uh, something that could, if it catches on, it could be like super volatile, explosive. Like uh, uh, young kids could really catch on to that in a big way. I think you got to put, obviously, I think you got to put Black Widow on the list, and then you got to put Eternals on the list. I think when Eternals. Black Widow's burnt. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. gone. Okay. That's gone. <laughs> Amen. 
Yeah, I mean, wow. that's gone. But, like, I'm saying, like, well, that's the, the ScarJo one, right? But, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the, the new one, uh, Florence Pugh, yeah, that yeah. might have legs. I mean, it seems well, like they, they have a plan she's for gonna be in, She's going to be in Hawkeye. And right. She's younger younger Avengers, another right? thing, so... Right. Like I, that's what everybody's kind of like betting on, right? That's a young right. Avengers character. But I, I completely agree with Eternals. I I mean, is anyone psyched for that? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody was, the only thing I think everybody was psyched was that we were buying them for a quarter apiece when they <laughs> right. the room. It opens it opens up the cosmic universe a little bit more, so yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that, but I don't. I mean, I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm still gonna hold a couple back because you never know. That first trailer, if it does come out hot, I'm uh like announcement first trailer. I'm listing, dude. I'm listing almost everything. But if that right. first one comes up hot, I'm gonna drop right before the sh- movie. How many you know? of you tripped out when when uh, Kevin Feige said Shang Chi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Say that again. Yeah, who? Shang Chi. Scratch moment. So I have a question about She-Hulk, too. Does anybody, and I kind of put this in the comments on Drunken Chat the other day and kind of got passed over. Does anybody think She-Hulk's going to be the Mando version of, like, the Marvel Universe, right? Like, it's it's going to just introduce all these characters, oh. and that's where they're going to spin off to, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I don't I think it's going to be spinoffs. I think it's going to bring back characters we know that we haven't seen in a little bit. And they're going to get some of these actors to reprise their roles for one to two episodes. You know what I mean? How much of that show, though, is, do you worry about Deja Vu, where it, it runs the risk of being too much like Netflix's Daredevil, too much of that courtroom drama? Because they already said they want to show that, that lawyer side of her. So Isn't it going to be more comedy, though? Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be well, not a little bit lighter. Like I think it's going to be a little bit lighter. If you know, if you know the She-Hulk books, it's, kind of, it's not as sad, sad. I want to... As long as they don't take it down to its screeching fucking halt, then it shouldn't. Whatever they're doing should be all right. Mm-hmm. But, but when they take it down to fucking where you're just praying, like it was only an hour and you felt like you sat there for six hours watching it because it was just drug on so long. As long as they don't do that, I think it'll be all right. Yeah, Doctor Lovak said Abomination's coming back too. That's what I'm saying. Like I think maybe some of them is to introduce people for further, you know, next phases or two phases down the line. Not, of course, every one. You know, there's probably going to be 12 episodes, so you're not not everyone's going to be like that. Obviously, they're having the Hulk come back and stuff like that. But I think they're going to drop some characters that maybe are fan favorites that we haven't seen before, and then you're going to get to see them for the first time on the cinematic stage in that movie, which is going to give you the downplay that in a little bit, you know what I mean? It's going to you're going to come out well, there. Well, then so. if you're going to go that route with that being said, I mean, Captain Marvel number two is a really strong bet. You might as well start getting your Avengers annual 10 ready aren't they building she hulk and friends at disneyland right now <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i yeah i thought it was conspicuous by its absence I, I and i i was kind of surprised how they just you know uh kevin feige was just you know listing like oh in this movie this is going to be the villain like ant-man kang and blah, blah, blah. that and, was interesting uh, yeah but with captain marvel 2 uh, that was kept close to the vest, and you know the the rumor, like like um, Solo's saying, you know, um, is 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 rogue, um, and you know I'm gonna do a Mel V type plug here, you know how he was uh, he was, um, and he still is, you know, uh, championing uh, Rebel Wilson for um, Faith. Um, I've got a, I I think Julia Garner, uh, who plays Ruth Langmore on Ozark. Um, which is like a, 
she, she's uh, she's blonde. She's uh, a great actress. Sassy does the accent. Um, sh- she would be perfect for that role. I- I'd love to see Julia Garner in that role. Um, so I- I'm gonna, so I'm someone Expl- started trending. All right, yeah, explain right. that. Explain that real quickly. So you think the main bad guy is going to be Rogue, and why do you think this is the the case? Uh, well, it's it's just been uh, well the rumor because of um, you know the history with. Um, you know, I'm a DC guy, not Marvel, but uh, you know, I can Ms. talk Pete. about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I can, I can too. Yeah. When... So, so the oh. most important thing is is this, right? It's it's the fact that, in, in my opinion, it's the most important thing, and this is what we've heard recently, and that's the fact that, or not the fact, the rumor that Marvel is tired of Brie Larson, right? Um, there was a big rumor that came out the day before uh, Disney Shima. Hmm. Uh, as Mar- as Mel uh, coined it, um, that th- she was out skis, and Kevin Feige had just had it with her, um, and they were trying to figure out ways to make it like a, a good thing in the story, and the perfect way to do that is have play the whole storyline of Rogue siphoning off her powers, like Rogue did back in the day uh, with Carol Danvers when Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel, um, and. Uh, you can just kind of put her on the shelf for a while and bring back Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan and start strengthening those roles because we all know how how powerful Photon is and they can now change, you know, change into that that role. But Matt, what was the rogue thing? Um, Well, the the, not just the Brie Larson stuff, but originally when Miss Marvel first came out and that's why they supposedly kept her out of Endgame so much is they pigeonholed themselves and they're talking about how she's too strong. So they need a character to take her down a notch because she basically made herself right off the gate unbeatable. So they needed a character to take her down a notch and who does that in the comics? It's rogue. So yeah, absolutely rogue it, it all kind of, yeah, that's cool. Um, and, and with, Scarlet and Vision and Fantastic Four and uh, I mean all there's a little bit in each one of all those stories. You introduce Rogue out of that that storyline as the, as the villain. Now you have so many ways to bring in the X Men and and someone said uh, Joe's Doolin is absolutely right. You know Nico Speck on buying those X books is not far off. That's you know he's betting on that next that next round. And he's absolutely right. Right now they're building up for the X-Men and getting ready for it. We all know it's coming. It's a matter of when, not a matter of if. And now that we know it, I see a lot of these tying into the ability to go many different routes in the future with X-Men. So yeah, that's kind of why I was asking more, what are we getting ready to sell and at what time? Because like, if you're, like when they announce it, that's perfect that you have the books in the fold, not going on to the next thing. I think that's kind of where the rogue conversation comes in. If we can actually place, make common sense placement of some of these characters and how they would show up, then it's an easy transition to what you should be buying currently. All right, what do we got next after? I think, ahead, well, I was gonna say, I think the, the 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 fact of the matter is when you look at it is we're gonna get the X Men, but you're gonna get them individually throughout different movies. I think thrown yeah, together, think so. and then you'll see them come together in one movie, and then they'll get their their big title. So. JJ asked kind of a cool question too back here. Um, and I agree with you. I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to cut you off. If you read, if you've read the She-Hulk stuff, it does have a lot to do with helping out a lot of like the defenders 
And, uh, you know, of course, we all talked about Daredevil last week, and Daredevil gets thrown in jail again. Sometimes he has to have She-Hulk be the lawyer for him. So, like, yeah, I could see those Netflix characters coming back and playing a role. In, but once again, those would be the regular ones to introduce them to maybe a larger audience, even though Netflix had a pretty large audience. But I think it would be if you make them, if you lighten them up a little bit, they might become more popular. I think that that's kind of like the case. If you play 12 episodes, right, you're going to have, we know Hulk's coming back in one. Um, obviously if you then get Daredevil, you get a couple of those other ones. So you're going to have two or three episodes where you're going to introduce a character or two that will, as soon as they get on there, just know that that's probably somebody they're going to use down in the future for, for long-term stuff. Does anybody know a lawyer that gets thrown in jail so many fucking times (laughs) like that? It, uh, he's a lawyer for God. Come on. Really? They're going to put him in jail. Like that just, it's, uh, I just, I, uh, (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of news and rumors going around circling his name right now though as, as far as that stuff goes with spider-man and yeah i mean it's gonna be in she-hulk and yeah they got it they're gonna yeah, yeah they're, there's everyone's like kevin feige basically teased that he's gonna be in she-hulk so who knows i think i think there's a good possibility you will see some of these netflix people Yet again, yeah, and, and I totally hope they keep the same characters in that. I love the Punisher. I love the Daredevil. I love Jessica Jones. I, I think they cast a lot of those really, really well. Department of Corrections, Daredevil. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, Matt. What do we got next on the list? Let's hit it. I think we well, corrected with Marvel stuff. Do we or no? You got something else? So I want to kind of talk real quick. So, um. For me personally, a little bit of the spec. One of the things that I think we haven't touched on yet is the underlying, the connection of Kevin Feige telling us, "Hey, WandaVision, that's going to play over into, um, that's going to play over to Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness." And they confirmed Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is going to pull over into Spider-Man Three. Right. Yeah. So I I want to break it down real quick and ask you guys. Oh. You know, Uh-oh. Steve. Steve broke down and, you know, he's saying they didn't mention the villain in in uh, Captain Marvel 2 going with Rogue. They didn't mention a villain in WandaVision either. Are we going to get Mephisto in WandaVision? Hmm. And is that going to carry on through the three movies? So my theory is that we are going to get Mephisto and you're going to see Wanda make a deal for the souls yeah. of the twins to bring them to life to reincarnate them. And something in that deal is going to flip and she's going to snap and break the multiverse. And so that's going to pull over into Doctor Strange because they already said she's in that movie. Kevin Feige says it right there. that She's going to be in that movie. And that pulls over into that where he's got to fix it. And then do we see Mephisto appear there and then pop up again in Spider-Man? That's a, that's a lot of, that's a lot of cross. That's uh, deep. Yeah. That's Marvel's thing though. Yeah, it really is. And not yeah, only no, that, I think I think it's possible. Yeah. Do you think that was the deal back to get Spider-Man back for the second movie for for Civil Well, War I think or... it opens the door to Spider-Verse, obviously. I mean, well, I, I think it's obvious, right? I mean, Well, I yeah. d- I disagree because no, really? people are spe- specking hard on Spider-Verse right now. Mm-hmm. And I think for Spider-Man 3, they're using that as a a ploy. And I think we need to be looking more at uh, a mix of three storylines: brand new day, one moment of time, and Spider-Man 600. I think Spider-Man 600 is a heavy spec book right now. 
So you get a lot of that. There's, like, there's the the talk of Daredevil being in Spider-Man, Charlie Cox being seen on set and all that. So from Spider-Man, there's two key things to take away from this. There's a conversation between Daredevil and Spider-Man where Spider-Man is getting ready to tell him his secret identity. And Daredevil says, stop. Once you do that, there's no going back. There's no putting that genie back in that bubble. But if we go back to you know the storyline of One More Day, you know that he makes that deal with Mephisto to make sure everyone forget that he is he's Spider-Man after he outs himself during Civil War. So one more time, they kind of go back and relook at that again. And at the end of it, Doctor he goes to Peter goes to Doctor Strange asks him to make everyone forget that he's Spider Man. So he makes that Strange talks to Tony and he talks to Reed Richards and they make the deal that creates this bubble that anyone that's inside the bubble will remember who Spider Man is. Everyone outside forgets. But if Peter tells any Spider Man, all that those memories of of these events come back to them. So him and Mary Jane are in that bubble, right? So that goes into 600 here where he's having this discussion. So there's the, the one more day or one moment in time stuff right there where they're in the bubble and all the covers for that. So I my never theory, understood why he couldn't just retell Mary Jane that he was Spider-Man. Like why'd she have to be that was part of his deal that he made? But so my theory with, with Spider-Man three that people are specking so hard on is that that's the story we're going to get. We're going to get, Though a mixture of these three storylines because they got it, they can't move forward with this movie into Spider Verse without solving this. So I think you're getting all this Tobey Maguire news, the, the and you're getting the uh, Andrew Garfield and all the villains. I think the, the movie's gonna subside, and, and you're gonna get a little bit of the the animated series storyline with Daredevil in there. I think too, as far as him being Spider-Man's uh, lawyer. So then they're gonna kind of make a hodgepodge of these storylines, but I think at the end. The end credit. The end credit scene is going to be Madam Web appears because they already announced a Madam Web movie. Hmm. Madam Web is going to appear to Peter, just like she does at the end in, in an offshoot story in Six Hundred, and she's gonna, you know, she's gonna appear to Tom Holland's Peter, and she's gonna kind of show Wait, him. You say he's gonna, she's gonna appear to Tom Holland's Peter. Yep, she right. sure is. <laughs> Uh, she's gonna tell him that she's looking to his future, uh, his future, and show him uh, that apparently there's uh, something going on in unraveling in the web of fate, of fate, and that spiders are being hunted. I think she's gonna show him the web of fate, and in that web, you're gonna see Tobin Maguire battling Doc Ock. You're gonna oh. see Andrew Garfield battling Electro. You're going to see. Um, ah. You're gonna see Gwen, but you're not gonna see Gwen Stacy. You're gonna see Spider Gwen. So you're gonna have her coming back as Spider Gwen, and then you're gonna. There's also been a rumor that they already cast their Miles, and I think you're gonna see Miles, and that's gonna be the lead up to where Spider Man Four is gonna be Spider Verse, and all that's gonna do is that's gonna set the groundwork for them for Peter leaving the MCU, to where Sony can move forward with their Spider Man universe and move forward with Miles. Wait a minute, Corbin didn't tell us that he got a movie deal. What the what? fuck, Corbin? What are you talking about? Is that what we're looking at ASM five four five? What are we looking at here, Matt? Uh, no, this is um. What is this? This is um, so on the screen. No, no, no. What are we talking about with Matt? Where are we talking about with Matt and Webb? What are we talking about here? What books are we looking Adam at? Web six hundred. It's an it's an offshoot yeah. at the back of six hundred. Yeah, I knew it was around the that type of thing. Isn't Matt and Webb Sony? No, I think you're definitely onto something, Matt. Because it's crossover. 
they've already talked a lot and hinted a lot about every one of those issues. So that would make sense for him to tie it all in that way. But Mad- Madam Web is <laughs> Madam Web is Sony, yes. But don't forget, Spider Man is too. Marvel just has the rights to use them in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So the Spider Man movies technically are a Sony movie set in the MCU. So this could be a good way to transition. Okay, so he goes into the Spider Verse. All of this is now taking place in Sony's expanded universe, and that transitions him, Tom Holland, out of the MCU back into Sony, so Sony can continue on with their their universe that they're building. Hmm. And you think that then Spider-Man will transition back to them? Yep, and I think they'll move forward with Miles. Interesting. Yeah, I hear it, Rush. I love it. I love the research. I love everything, man. I think it's it's great. The only thing that I just hope that doesn't happen, I hope they don't use the whole stupid Mary Jane storyline. I think everything else would be great. How many movies does that take? I don't know if you can yet. <laughs> yeah, how many movies does that take? What, Spider-Verse? It's going to take a few. That's well, I mean, you're going to unfold that in like, yeah, like a trilogy type deal? No, it's probably too long. Yeah, They've said, you a know, Marvel like said you've only got... What what did they say when they got the rights back? He's got one he's got one more d- picture, main solo film, and a couple of of um, cameos moving forward in the MCU. Yeah, but you know what? You got to think about this too. What's Sony producing and making right now? What are they putting out? What Steaming product? File. Yeah, they're putting out nothing. <laughs> it's coming to the end of the contract. So hey, like, Venom Two, Venom Two is coming out soon. They're put, yeah, they're putting all their eggs, but they've got Morbius, Mor- Morpheus, or Morbius coming out. They no, I know, out- I know, I know that that's coming out eventually. But I'm saying right now, for the last eight, for the last twelve months, where what are they generating? What type of money are they making off of their video production games. department? Yeah, video games. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Video games. So yeah. they look. You got to make that up someplace. And like, if you extend it another couple of years, as long as it's a good program. I mean, not that I'm saying that. That they weren't going to extend it anyways, but like I don't think that Spider-Man contract, like, come on, man, they're going to keep it's it's in Sony's best interest to play well with Marvel. Same with Marvel with Sony, I guess at this point. But like, uh-huh. Marvel's definitely getting the upper hand on that contract here now. So, but you would think that if this was a big plan and a big plot driving Spider-Man three, Sony's going to try and shut it all down. You're not going to. They're not going to want these leaks out there. They're not going to want people taking like they're standing on set photos of. Actors walking into costume fittings, and I, I, I think you're—they want you to—they're using it as a, a smoke and mirrors type thing for you to think this is what I'm going to get. You're going to get something else, and then at the very end, at the end credits, you're going to be sitting there going, "Damn, where where are these guys?" And then you're going to get the the mid credit scene, and everyone's going to f- be hyped. Oh, and I move. I'd be pissed. Forget hyped. I'm ready to see all this. I got to wait till the end of the movie. Well. And they, they can't move forward with Spider-Verse without solving this whole identity being spilled out that they I'm created at the end of the last movie. I'm going to drink some shots and think about this again. John, John just got the comment so far of the night. I hear something. Beta Max tape. <laughs> all right. All right. I got that. Uh, Moon Knight's dope. Better than Batman. Hey, I actually got that one. Don't... <laughs> what? what are you going to do with that thing? Hard. What do you think you're going to do with that one hits? Better than Batman. Oh, I'm, that's the one I'm most excited about. I gotta be honest with you. I'm waiting for the Moon Knight thing to hit. Oh, hey, okay. Speaking of Moon Knight, here we go. Good time. <laughs> Ooh, shout. Excuse me. Sorry, that came out. Everybody, shout hop on the Corbin train. Ooh, shout out to me, Snyder, me. Cut. Snyder cut on the Corbin train. train. Let's get it. 
Got some news. Shout out to Matt for the dope imaging. You know, just my direction, his expertise. We made a great team, uh, mostly him. But you know what? Let's get to it. All right. So, what's first on the docket, Matt? You hit the next side. Let's hit it. Oh, yeah. There we are. We got that, uh, got that future state stuff. Not really specifically future state, just more of what DC has announced or semi-announced moving forward in March. Now, the majority of this we can find um, on Bleeding Cool, but they've been leaking out more titles that will be coming after Future State is over, some of which is going to carry over from Future State, even though they said that was not going to happen. They lied um, or they changed their mind. A lot of this came from CCXP. Uh, we talked about this, that convention in Brazil uh, last show. But basically, here's a list of 13 books that are definitely going to be coming. Uh, we have a Batman-Superman team-up again. Um, Gene Loon Young and Ivan Reyes will be doing that. Uh, we have a Harley Quinn number one coming up again. Uh, Detective Comics is going to be done by a new team. Uh, if you remember, it was uh, Tomasi and, and – and, um, oh, I'm forgetting. I just have his name right here. Let me get it here. Uh, Tomasi and, and, and my good uh, Brad Walker, one of my favorite artists, they're gone. Now you have to, to Mariko Tamaki and Dan Mora. They will be picking up um, from Detective Comics on 1034 uh, once they get back in action there. Uh, Becky Cloonan, Michael Conrad, and Travis Moore will be taking over on Wonder Woman. You have Justice League Dark coming back. Green Lantern is doing a whole new number one. Teen Titans Academy a number one. Suicide Squad number one. And Swamp Thing number one. We talked about this last show, but all of these titles are direct spinoffs oh. from Future State. So those are more of that that new slate of books that are going to spin out of this uh, event or initiative, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, in addition to that, we have a Wonder Girl number one as well. And then, of course, Tinian and George Menes will be doing Batman 106. Um, Tinian is also going to be doing another unnamed Batman number one alongside Julian, um, Gilliam March. So we're not sure about that. And then Tom Taylor will also be doing an unnamed book. And so these are the ones that are either most certainly coming out or sort of talked about. You can pretty much nail them. They're just not confirmed yet. In addition to ones that we all think are going to happen, such as, you know, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok doing a whole new Three Jokers sequel one shot. That's been talked about. Brian uh, Michael Bendis and Legion of Superheroes. Whatever you think about that, I'm not a big fan, but you have him on that. Um, speaking of Brian Michael Bendis, he also is in talks of doing something for Naomi 2. Um, and then there's also something with Batman and John Ridley that's supposed to be spinning off of. Yeah, there's something with Batman. There's something with Batman. Yeah, so so there you go. With, <laughs> so there you go with that as well. Um, but at least now we're getting some more direction. I think we're on the way a little bit deeper into. I'd say the end of January into February to get more of like a concrete list, but then who am I kidding? DC change your mind so soon. You might have to wait that long to get something set in motion, but these are the list of titles that are more than likely, you know, going to be moving forward there. So I'm more interested in that Tinian Batman book that he's also going to be doing alongside the regular Batman run, because I just don't know what is he, is this a totally different title that's going to spin with John Ridley on the next Batman is definitely not detective. So how does he get to manage that workload, especially doing so many Batman titles? But most of this is just set in stone. Okay, different author, different title, or different writer, different uh, artist on the work. The one thing I'm, and I guess this is the next slide if we have it. Um, actually, wait, hold on, stop. Time we'll out, one second. All right, Steve. What do, Steve? What do we got on this? Is it, are you seeing this the same as him? Like, are you excited about this? Is this? I mean, besides bad oh, things, in the yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too excited <laughs> to be honest. I mean, Teen Titans Academy. I mean, because I've always, I mean, you know, new Teen Titans, Wolfman Perez, you know, mm -hmm. is, is is my first, you know, comics love. So yeah, I, you know, I have good hopes for that. Um, Tom Taylor, 
Um, whatever he writes, you know, seems to be gold, except when he did his own or he's doing his own indie title over at uh, Boom, the Seven Secrets. That just didn't catch me. But what whatever he does with DC is is magic. Um, but the rest, I can, I can, and I've been reading Tinian's, um Bat. I finally caught up with that as Batman run, and um, and that that's pretty good. But you know, Yang's mm-hmm. been writing a while for DC and hasn't really knocked anything out of the park. I mean, I think it's been kind of subpar. You know, I mean, he's a obviously a, a, a good um, creator and artist, but with with DC, he just hasn't caught any uh, magic, like with that new Superman title with the the chinese superman um you know uh what else might uh what is it tynan uh might do you know I'm, I'm thinking maybe you know since you know the love affair with punchline maybe it's a some type of punchline title um but uh, uh yeah i don't know i'm just uh i am I'm, I'm not too psyched yeah okay i heard so who I'm with listen, you. Uh-huh. i think i think dc as a whole just whatever but I do like yeah. I, I do like me a little bit of Hellblazer. I like Dead Man. I'll tolerate Swamp Thing. What is it, is there any hope for this version of the Dark Justice League, or is it going to be just straight trash? I, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna defer the straight trash. I'm not okay. overly optimistic on it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. not optimistic on it at all. I'm I'm really hoping it gets good. I I I really want. Uh, I, I'm trying not to get my hopes up and I'm really, really hoping that justice League dark is a big hit. I I think they really have a strong storyline and in a lot of ways that they can go with that. So I'm, I'm really hoping that they do good on that and don't drop the ball. If the demons in it, I'm definitely out. He's the most annoying character in all comics. Uh, I love again. uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But the rhyming and that font and it's just, it's all too much. Oh, put it away. Put it away, please. Please. Is there really any speculability left in in (laughs) right now? Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. But, if we if we go away for Justice League Dark for a second, and I know I talked to Marco earlier today about this, can you ever imagine AT and T or Warner or DC doing what Disney did on Thursday? Oh, yeah. I mean, that just demonstrates the difference. DC had two fandoms where, like, they had some. You know, very early, 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 you know, Black Adam like animation. And that was supposed to blow our minds, you know, and, and they, they've been teasing us for years with that Black, you know, Adam thing. But just just without focusing on that, just think about fandom and those two fandom events. And then what we saw from Disney for four hours um, on Thursday, it just demonstrates the difference between. A, a creative company, a, a company with creativity uh, of stories, of characters and its DNA and a company that, you know, uh, I, and I hate to beat this dead horse, but a, a company that's just really about telephones. Um, and uh, it, it's just, it's disappointing because yes, I love DC. I want to see them succeed, yeah. you know, and, and I love it when they do succeed with things like Joker, uh, with Titans on the streaming service. You know, it's it's not all you know bad news, but um, it but it, it's disappointing to to see the 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 gap, um, e- even in just in in the presentation of a virtual event. So, 
No, I mean, it was, uh, if you want to know the difference, it was this. It was very easy. It was a victory lap, going in, taking care of your mom, smacking her when she's done, laughing in your face in your bedroom, slamming the door, walk back out and take another victory lap. That's what happened. That, and then dropping the mic. That's exactly what happened right there. They just gave it all to DC. They said, good night. It, yeah. Good night, little boy. And they yeah. ran away. I mean, that's what happened. Yeah, go sleep. All right, next good, slide. Good night, little boy. I can't even try. No. Oh, well, spinning off of that, I wanted, and I guess I'm glad Steve's here. What um I enjoyed for a while now, uh, Detective Comics, and I'm ticked that this was announced this past week. But with the new creative team of Mariko Tamaki and Dan Mora, um, in March on Detective, obviously that means the current team of Pete Tomasi and Brad Walker is no more on Detective. Now, um, Walker went on Facebook and put up a really I, uh, for someone a fan of his, like a deep post about how it's bittersweet for him. He really wanted to stay on this uh, title for a while. He's had a lot of fun. He had great chemistry with um, Tomasi and that whether it's corporate comic style to just change things up, which I thought was interesting. They touched on that or he said, I'm going to quote, or he yeah, said, or it's the audience following the next pretty shiny thing. The industry doesn't really work that way at the moment. In my experience, oops, just moved it. You rarely get to decide in comics how or when you leave the party. So in this case, I'm happy with what I did in the book. And an uncharacteristically cheery turn. What? I froze again? No. Oh, I thought I heard internet. I thought you were talking to me. Anyways, uh, long story short, he had, he was upset that he uh, was replaced midway through. Um, or not midway through, but in the duration of this run. And that's what I'm annoyed by. I get that, um, you know, you can have a, a new creative team, and Tamaki has done a lot of work, mostly in, like, the YA kind of graphic novels. Yeah, in the indie YA. That's what she's which, known for. Exactly, which, like, yeah. and I, she's made a few hits and some big titles, but nothing that's, like, I don't want to say great. You know what I mean? So, well, it's that- similar to what I'm saying with Gene Yang. You know, he does great yes. stuff in the indie, you know, YA market. And yes, but yes, yeah. Who are they trying to? That's what, and I get that's thank you for touching us. Like, yeah, if you're going to take a team that's done a great job on a book so far, I mean, I've had no problems detective for a minute now, and you're going to bring in this new team to shake things up from a different perspective, from like the YA perspective, which is fine. Except it's not because what is your target audience? Are you trying right. to like, like what are you trying to go here with that? Right. Yeah. I mean, I like. Um. I. I have to admit, it, I'm behind on. I'm way behind on on detective. But I know Tom. Uh. Thomasy or Thomasy. Yeah. Yeah. At Thomas, and he, you know, he he writes good stuff. Um. For yes. DC. And uh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you said, Corbin. With uh. In reference to you know Mariko Tamaki and yeah, it's you just I, I I maybe they're trying to like transition the tweens and young adults to the comics, but I, I don't see that really happening. It's two different markets. Um, yeah, and you haven't even yeah. secured that one. Like if you have a good thing going, why shake it up for that? I mean, if they're right. still, it's not like they've been writing on the YA for so long. They've written up these YA readers into the adult books. You right. know, and when you have, to, it, I'm just not happy about that. And, and piggybacking off what you said about AT&T's direction, whether that's the state of the comic industry, going from one, you know, shiny thing to another, whatever the case may be, I just think it's negative. And I, especially when you have a writing team like Tomasi and Walker, who enjoyed being on the book, who right. craved doing the work that they did. It wasn't there. They didn't have a say in this change. But um, right. I guess going on to what I see here. uh, Yeah. DC Tim Fox. We talked about this. The last couple weeks now, he is confirmed as the first uh, black Batman in future state, uh, the only one that I know apparently. But um, 
we've been, I mean, we talked about this before. I don't really have anything else to beat a dead horse over. We referenced how I thought it was going to be him um, when you already had Batwing already. And I said that obviously the Fox family is the only one that can spawn any Batman-like characters. Um, this is actually from a variant cover. So I'm glad they actually have him um, unmasked in that one. But well, let's go this, back. Uh-huh. Is, is this book heating up right now because of it? Because um, it's the first the, one that yes. shows. Yeah, I know oh, that, that there's definitely. also a Whitman variant to this, right? And yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's sick. And he goes way. I mean, as you as you are referencing here, um, he goes way back. Uh, the character Tim Fox, um, he was kind of like the black sheep of the Fox family, and so I guess this is kind of. And I, it's almost weird that this was something that was kind of slept on in terms of impossibly being Batman in this scenario because he's the one guy who hasn't really been developed as a character that right. much from being like the typical black sheep, you know, from back in the seventies, eighties, you know, struggling with the studies, whatever the case may be. And so the fact that people are like, Oh, I wonder who's going to be the, I will set it from the jump. I'm like, it only makes sense. They have one who's been battling for so long. You have the other, you barely know about like, there he is. As yeah, far look as at that, that is a gl- yeah. grip of cash for these <laughs> books. $382 for a very fine. <laughs> Yeah. And I'd, I'd urge caution because um, I think uh, Joe's Doolin said, can I burn my bat wings 19? And that's not the first time I've heard that over the past week. I would say um, be cautious because, you know, there was a lot of rumors about Luke and, you know, is it possible they do something? Maybe not right away, but, you know, down the line, maybe this year, you know, hey, uh they're doing a head fake. You know, Tim gets murdered. Luke decides to take up the mantle, right? I mean, you never know in this crazy comic world what gets cold and what gets hot. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd hang on to those Batwing 19s. I'd also take a look at Tiffany Fox because I've mentioned um, Batgirl Future's End yeah, number one, one before. Mm-hmm. And that's not only the first appearance of Stephanie and Kat, um yeah, Stephanie and Cassie as the two Batgirls, but Tiffany is actually the third Batgirl in that in that book. So um, keep that in mind as well. It is interesting. I, I mean, yeah. I, I almost wish they made a whole new character. I get having you know what you know, kind of going down the well of the Fox family, this and that. But if you're gonna take advantage of Future State and have it all new characters, you know, those whole new deal. I would rather they had a whole new, almost like, and I hate to say it, but almost what they're doing with Batwoman, where it's Hold like on. a character who's a relative unknown. And this What's is up? my biggest complaint with DC. Do they ever have any brand new characters? Because it sure does seem that every single character in DC is just a variation of another character, right? Well, I think they try and they and they mm-hmm. fail, right? Because remember yeah. the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the... Um, uh, the me- those characters spinning out of metal, sideways, brimstone, yeah, uh, silencer, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just people. I think you just do a better version of the character you have. Like when you go to DC, I don't think people are hankering for a new. They like Batman. They like Superman. If you're gonna have a different version of that, fine, but don't make it a different version who happens to be Damian Wayne and another. You know what I mean? Like make it someone different. I think that's right. the thing. Because you I need see the Miles, you need the yeah. Riri, you need the Kate Bishop, you need exactly. Yeah. They don't want a new character. They just want a different version of the same character, but the, the, on a different version. You bring in a guy like Tim Fox. He's not new. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. we're going to about him after this, but he's been around for years. And I'm sorry, Luke was already Batwing. It's just totally too convenient. I made a joke about this on Facebook. I'm like, hey, they're the one black family in Gotham that seems to spin out that <laughs> vigilantes. Like, they just go down this one well. It's true. It's like, oh, we need, all right, who can be Batman? Um, Let's go down. We got Dick. Okay, we got Damien. Okay, we got we got Luke. Duke. Oh, we got Duke. You said it. So it's just, it's so just in the ballpark of, like, around the area. That's it, yeah, It's not creative, you yeah. know? Exactly. It's recycled. You're recycling um, all. Yeah, and I mean, if it, if it goes out well, then great. You know, I, I def I like the costume. I'm not gonna lie. I always thought that Batman would be kind of cool with just a whole like cowl, like clothes in general. So I like that. Um, I just want to see what this background is, what pushes him to to don the suit, how does the story develop, and I want it to be something that makes sense. Not oh, you know, Batman's gone, Luke's gone. Well, time to put it on. Like no, like give me something that's gonna make me invested in this. Which don't know if you can do it in two issues, but you might as well try. You know, because. Right. That's why I just keep thinking about Duke and the signal and, you know, the, mm-hmm. the costume was a fail. The book was a fail. You know, he was a, you know, original character and, uh, you know, they really screwed the pooch with that. I think eventually yeah. it'll, you know, it'll come back around, you know, everything does, but, um, yeah, I don't, I guess they decide to play it safe for this time. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we'll see. It just feels like they they want to take these big changes. The 5G came thing, they threw it out. The feedback was not great. Oh, we're gonna walk it back. They throw something out. You know what I mean? I, if yeah. you're gonna go, if you're gonna go hard, go hard. That's all I'm saying. The Corbin train doesn't go half speed. It goes full speed. I'm <laughs> saying follow that. You know, what I mean? we're not chug. We're chug, we're going. So that that's all I'm saying. But um, that's really it for my DC rant. I'm really about the whole detective creative. Team. I I wish um. Tamaki and Mora well, but I'm not too optimistic. And having looked back over the week and read some of their previous work, I'm not excited. No, no. I don't see much reason. Yeah. Nope. All right, Matt, what do we got next? Uh, let's get into a little bit more of what's came out of uh, Disney shareholder meetings and let's start getting into the expanded universe we got going on here. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other properties that are coming. Uh, and mainly, I'm talking Mighty Ducks. Let's Indiana talk Mighty Jones. Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't, Ducks. Isn't what's them going to be the Indiana Jones though? Um, uh, Harrison Ford again? I think. Yes. Yeah, I think he has seventy eight Harrison Ford. You mean uh, geriatric Jones? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I actually. Wow. Hold on. Well Chad was, in there. Chad's going to be playing Indiana Jones up there now. I know. I know. I know. Kylo's uh, mic. He got some overwork, so it's crashed out today. But I wish he was here for this because uh, I was excited about Willow, and everybody just laughed at me about that. But I really think. Like, not that it's huge, right? Like, the the book had a little bit of a pickup, even though it's on the old movie, and the three-pack did, too. I mean, like, look, if you were getting them for a dollar, sell them for 30, that's always okay, I guess, right? But, like, I kind of I kind of want the Willow train, right? Like, beep, beep. That's, uh, I remember watching it as a little kid being like, oh, this is messed up. I really shouldn't be watching this. It's kind of creepy. But, you know, I, I think that's, look, man, some of this stuff's not going to be great. Some of it is just pure nostalgic garbage. I, I love Willow. I thought Willow was one of the best movies I ever saw when I was younger. I love that. That was a great fantasy movie compared to what was coming out at the time. I thought it was great. I'm, I'm excited why, to see what they do. Hey, speaking of this, in two weeks, uh, Stick Boy's coming on to uh, the Manda Review. Uh, but, hey, I mean, this is why I like you guys because you guys should have been in the earlier chat. Everybody was dogging me for Willow. I was like, oh, I'm down with the Willow. I actually – there's nothing on this here except for Indiana Jones. And – uh. I even the blood loan thing is fine too, 
But Indiana Jones, just because they're going to use Ford. And I love, look, man, you know, Solo is my favorite character of all time, but like, no, I really, no, but, that's, you said it. You said it. I'm with you. I'm Han Solo, not Solo Wookiee. But, um, <laughs> you know, besides Indiana Jones and rolling out that type of situation, because the last one was so bad too with the dude from Holes. What's that kid's name that was in that movie Holes? Um, yeah, that kid. Yeah. yeah. It was so bad. I just don't want to see another one of those. But all this stuff here is looking great. And we broke this down on Thursday. Obviously, we broke a lot of this down and we've had a little bit more time to think about it because we were like hot out the box yep. going through some of this stuff. I kind of wanted to re revisit some stuff going through um actually since he's on here, I want to hit up Steve. I want to hit up uh my man Steve one more time for this one. Steve. Just so you guys know, just so you guys know this is coming out. He already got one, came out early. Make sure there's gonna be tons of variants. I want more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one's not enough. Okay, when they release Star Wars, when they release the High Republic, number one, there's gonna be tons of like retailer variants. There's gonna be tons of incentives out there. This book's been hugely ordered. This is kind of flying under the radar right now. This is the PX for the Star Wars Insider. You can get them pretty much at comic book stores. Reserve it now. It's supposed to be coming out what next week on the 15th. Is what day is it today? So yeah, that makes about sense yeah. on the yeah. 15th. But go to your LCSs now because we do know that some hit early. Steve is a testament to this. Yeah, He's I got I got one and I, I I said, did that did that come this was on Tuesday. I said, did that did that uh you know, can I buy that? Because I thought it was like, you know, a Wednesday, you know, book or magazine. And uh he's like, uh no, that I was taking that down. That's that's layup from last week. I'm like, whoa. Because I I've been I've been tracking this for a couple months, the release of this. So Yeah, when he showed me the picture in the case, I was like, what that like that's not yeah. and it it was great. So like that's a great pickup. Make sure you guys are looking out for that, right? Okay, you know Star Wars Insiders. What a great cover! You you got a Kit Fist who look alike. You got Beast Boy in that back right corner. You got, I mean, but the the truth of it is, a lot of the characters, a lot of the characters are going to come out in that in that Insider. Uh, we know how Insiders work. Um, I'm not saying that you still don't go after the Hans. The Hans is a a good variant. It looks beautiful. I'm just telling you that. Don't let those insiders get all messed up. All it's right. a good pickup for five years down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's get into, well, maybe not that long because of the Acolyte thing. Right. I mean, right. they're rolling that right out of it. So there's Willow's. Oh, these are the keys for Willow because I love Willow so much. You got the first book right there, which is number one. But there's also that three pack that's selling decently. I mean, look, I wouldn't put it online because... Uh, you know, after fees, it's not that much, but you never know what's going to happen here. I mean, it might catch a little bit more fire than $30, but that's kind of what it's going for. So plus read it, man. That's cool. All right. Next slide. Let's get into the Star Wars stuff. They're claiming for it. Rogue Squadron. Steve, this is another one good for you because didn't you mention something about this like three weeks ago? Yeah, I, I think I was I was uh, joking around and, and you know, uh, being sarcastic, you know, you know, X-Wing Squadron keys and what do you know next thing and you know, even even I had to join the the club today because I saw that. You know, I, I was I was telling Marco earlier. I had the Thursday the the Disney conference on one screen, and I eBay. I wasn't buying. I was there's no time to sell, but I was just watching the sales. and And this book was was flying off uh, eBay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On Thursday uh, after the announcement and for the hours afterwards. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Who didn't yeah. sell that? I mean, there, you know, obviously a couple of those sold. The halves were selling. 
If you go yeah. next slide, I got a couple more slides on that. I actually have the three books that kind of like those books were doing pretty good. What, like the what half they selling for. Do we know uh, average prices on <sighs> what they're getting for those right now? 20, 20 bucks, ten bucks. I think people were picking up a lot of the cheap copies. Cheap copies, yeah, yeah. You know, because that's always the first. You know, wait to go wave. on. It. Yeah. But I want you to like, so these next two books, you can still find and like Wedge is going to be a big part of this, especially after that's kind of what he's saying. When he was saying the the rollerblading thing, all I was thinking was she's wearing Wedge's outfit. So just remember that in the original Marvels, next, do we have the next slide by any chance, Matt? Yeah. So we got number six, five and six. Five is technically. <laughs> <laughs> just because Mike's back to working. <laughs> so five is supposed is is his quote unquote first appearance, where he pretty much says that line like nobody can make that shot for all you uh, Star Wars first gen people. And then Luke goes, oh, it's like shooting Anyways, so that that actual scene is there where he says that. So that's supposedly his first appearance or whatever it is. I pick up six two. It's a cheaper book or was a cheaper book. Definitely go. You know, you can go dollar bin diving for some of these still. They're still out there. I just picked up a second copy of, uh, well, not a second. It's probably like my sixth copy of both. But still, of these two books, I suggest you go do the same before they get on it. I know people are starting to get on these seas too. Um, yeah, dude, definitely pick up those two if you're going to do uh, something with uh, the Rogue Squadron. Because I think they're going to do Wedge. But I also think, too, like it's going to be expanded. Because if you heard... No, wait, real quick. Isn't there a price variant for one, two, three, four, and 5? No, not like the. Not you're talking about the diamond variant. Yeah, it's it's I not a price variant. There was a price variant. Variant. There's a first five. Is he talking like, about the Whitman? No, he's talking about the thirty and the thirty-five cent price variant mm -hmm. for number one. And I know that there's a newsstand versus a direct. There. You just muted yourself, bro. Oh, still chewing on ice and not wanting people to hear that. But here's the thing with this. Like, I understand that Wedge is going to be huge in this, but if you listen to what she said and when you listen to the rollerblading thing, something else came to my mind. And this is a character that might have linking across multiple of these projects. Once again, if you go back and review the Thursday stuff, we broke down a lot of these too. But this is something that I was thinking about because I sleep and dream about this type of weird stuff. And the one character I kind of really wanted to bring up that has links uh, in the true canon right now to both uh, the Rogue Squad and some of their other properties is, ah, Hera. So Hera, for those that don't know, she definitely uh, donned the uh, X suit or the uh, X-wing suit at one time and flew with a squadron of twenty-three that were roughly referenced to the Red Squadron. Uh, so we might have a little bit of linking there, but also we've seen her across a lot of the uh, movies and the time period when those people were in. And we do know that at one point she does take over uh, kind of as a commander for both the Republic and the Resistance. Well, we think she takes over the Resistance. It might be her son. Either way, we know that that time span goes there because we do see the ghost at the end of the last movie. And I think they've slowly been dripping hits about how she crosses over. But this is the thing. She doesn't only cross over. She doesn't cross over just to this series. She also crosses over uh, to the other flying series that we have. Oh, no, no, yeah. So definitely get these books, by the way. Go to the next one. This is the, these are kind of cheap too when we're talking about insiders. Um, you can find these. It's the one on the right is the one you really want. And that's like 
they bring up her. It's like the first time they ever bring up her and everything like that. If you can get them, I just picked up one. Uh, it was $4 and it was in the 50% off. We were just talking about these sales. Like I think Steve, your local one's having 75% off. Make sure you don't pass these up. I just want to remind you about these real quickly. Uh, it's the character breakdowns of the rebels, but they definitely talk a lot about hair in there. Um, next slide, please. Ah, so here it goes. So Rangers of the new Republic. Now, listen, I do think that this is going to be a link over to, um, uh, Opa from the TV show, you know, and the Dave character, and maybe even going to have uh, Gina in it. But if that's the case, Hera in that time period was in charge of stuff like the Alphabet Squad and all the groups that were going after the Imperials and trying to chase down all the people like Sloan and stuff like that. Um, so she was trying to, you know, everybody thinks of her when they think of like Thrawn. Okay, yeah, that's kind of more the Rebels area. But in this time period of Rangers, she actually was chasing down the old Imperials that were actually there over Jakku. She was going after the TIE Fighter Squad. She was uh, kind of like a mentor to some of the Alphabet Squads. She had all the squads underneath her. She's going and attacking about the, all these people. She definitely showed up in the uh, – JJ, what's that video game you're playing now? Squadrons, that's what it is. All that, all that, type, of, all that type of stuff, right? So they definitely keep pushing her – more and more into anything that has to do with pilots fighting or the great expansion inside regular space, right? Like not outer rim. She doesn't really get that far out. She doesn't get into the unknown regions really in the core outside of the core region around there, where they start chasing people down. Uh, that's kind of her tale. So it might not be bad. Cause I don't, I mean, everybody, look, we all know Ahsoka huge. We all know Sabine's coming, right? We all know that type of stuff, right? And Sabine probably is going to come into the Ahsoka TV show, but don't sleep on Hera. Make sure you start picking up some of her stuff too because she could definitely put it in. And if she does, like that's really where you start getting in good, right? Like if Hera starts showing up, expect Alphabet Squad to come through. And if you expect Alphabet Squad to come through, especially in Rangers, because in Rangers, the bad guy isn't going to be like a Thrawn, right? The bad guy is probably going to be this group that we're going to talk about next. Why don't we fucking talk about Star Trek? Oh, God. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Did, hey, didn't J.J. Abrams blow that planet up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That next slide. <laughs> so these are the these cheap. They're cheap, man. I, I've been preaching this for a long time now. Go out and get tie fighters. These are all the A covers. These are all just the non whatever. You it, you won't find the middle ones. Like one had a lot in it, but even talks about Alphabet Squad. But the middle ones start to get tougher. Um, well, go grab them if you can. They're in dollar bins right now. Uh, so go grab those. But more importantly, search for these. These. Uh, well, those two are variants. Those two are variants for one. One's the key because that comes up. You get grandma on that. You get all the bad guys. You also get this one character. Flip to the next page. I gave you too many slides. Perfect. So the first one you see here is this Yura character. She was a Tie Fighter that changed sides and became part of the um, Alphabet Squad. And actually, she's right under uh, Hera. Like Hera kind of watches her really closely. Uh, her, her. <laughs> These are all the variants that are black and white. <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's no, right. No. Nobody cares about Star Trek, dude. <laughs> Nobody cares. Anyways. Oh, Jesus. No. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. Look, he's a nice guy. Um, TIE Fighters 1, these are, hard, are becoming harder and harder to get, especially number 1, 3, and 4 five because they have the alphabet squad characters on it um these this looks like this is something that's going down the road they haven't even finished off 
Yeah, not really. Do you guys? That guys, you do? Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> just screeching halt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I don't think anybody does. I really don't. I think kind of how she played into it. This was going to be another. You know, it's got wings on that and everything else. I thought it was going to be chasing down Imperials. I really do. I think the Rangers are going to be like kind of the Western style Rangers where they start chasing down the Imperials. And when you start chasing down the Imperials, nobody does. I mean, like Hera is in charge of chasing down the Imperials. There are some other squads in that portion, but the biggest squad that starts going after it because the big, this, this covering of the TIE fighters, this is the, they cinder for all those people that heard on Mando when they bring up cinder already project cinder is a bit cinder is a big thing in post, um, Return of the Jedi. It's this bit, they like, the Emperor came out and these droid things, his face popped up. It happened in the video games. It happened in Battlefront. It happened in, uh, I think, did it happen in Squadrons? It happened in the comic books. It happened all over. He gave him a blood test. All of a sudden, he gives you this message to go out there and just scorch the earth of all these planets. You gave him a blood test? Yeah, you have to give him a blood test. Like, you, you give him a thing. What, to make sure the kid is his or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to be, You. he's got your yeah. DNA somehow, mentally through whatever. Not Mori. the father. <laughs> yes. One for. I haven't even seen these books. Mm-mm. Yeah, these are. Wow. When did they come out? Oh, a while ago. They came out. Probably like. Let me think. What years? It. Uh, I mean, I knew they right existed. Twenty twenty, Marco. Trying to find these on the west. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Two years ago. No, one year ago. It was a year. year. Well, um, start. I'm looking up five fighter. Two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's always yeah. 2021. Look, I've been <laughs> stuck in this bloody house for so long. It's been about three years, all right? Give me a break on that. I wasn't looking them up. I just know the books because I have. Anyways, <laughs> so the last character, too, is kind of important. And, and wait, now, what are these? You said they're one in 25s? Yeah, they're one in 10. They're one in something. They're one in a variant. I wouldn't pay ratio one, for them. I still wouldn't pay ratio for them today. If you find them, I think I just bought the... Middle one, two and three, I think I bought for $2 a piece at a sale two weeks ago. Um, oh, really? I don't know what the print run is on it either. Somebody can go feel free to look at the print run on it. Just picked but, up one today. Yeah, one's yeah. a good book. But that yeah. honestly, if you can get one. Print one about, runs about 20000 <laughs> it, really, No, it's not. Oh my god! <laughs> Where do you go to find print runs? Like I've tried to Google and stuff, and I actually have I've had a hard time finding like solid print run info. Well, I mean, so Marco, what's you were going to say? What's better than one? Come on, let's get to what people really want to hear. The variant. So the the the, right, the, the variant. woman, the woman on the variant is the most important because she reads the alphabet squad, but she also was part of the Tie Fighter. So if you see her show up at all, plus it's really easy because it's got her name right on the front. So you got Yurik, and you're like, you know who they're talking about. Like it, it that all these characters. If you go to the last slide, two, one, three, and then five. Those are the main good guy characters that you're going to get. The four, the four is kind of cool because it's color and throws it off. And people are looking for that one too. I actually only have one copy of the four. I've got multiples of the rest. They are hard to come by. Um, that series as a whole was pretty hard to come by, especially after one because it trickled down. And if you didn't have two pulled in your your thing plus the variant, you probably weren't getting them. Um, but you know, some time's gone by, and with the new announcements, like these are things you should be looking for. Because even if this doesn't happen now, this is something that Star Wars is still talking about and still putting out books. You know, that's kind of what we've talked about a lot. Like Thrawn Six, that Thrawn's not going to show up here in Mando, Mando, and he's obviously not showing up here for. A li- well, he could. He, 
might show up a little bit in the Ahsoka show towards the end, or they might hint at him again. But we're not getting that Ezra portion of it, right? Because they said it's starting right at the end. Which, by the way, Aja Ventress, by the time the Ahsoka show happens, was dead for at least 22 years, just so everybody knows. Um, but with that being said, with that being said, the Ahsoka thing is happening right after from Mandalore, and it's going to go up to the part. This is what they hinted at: up to the part of the end of Rebels. Okay where she ends up getting picked up, where she, her and Sabine end up picking up each other and jumping off to um, go find Ezra and Thrawn. I think a character... Well, you got to say it so I can't... Somebody's got to talk so I'm not just reading this with an open mouth. Well, I'm, just, I'm just... Um, <laughs> I'm, ju I'm just kind of smiling right now. That was fun. On... Um, on, on 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 Diamond, I, I looked up the uh, Tie Fighter, what the uh, number one variants were, and and you know the JTC uh, action figure variants. Yeah. Uh, they just did a Tie Fighter. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a Tie Fighter. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We showed it on that other slide. It was just a Tie Fighter that was on there. Uh, see, well, I wasn't paying attention. No, it's all right. Like, that's all right. Those those these I don't pay attention either. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, oh wow. Those, those Tie Fighter. No offense. Those Tie Fighter action variant, the action figure variant, where it's just a tie in there. I mean, they're good luck finding one. They're All right. I, I've looked around here and I haven't seen one. So but these are just things to keep on the end. Of, yeah, these are just it, he's talking about the one on the way right. So the yeah, one on the middle. One, get it? Yeah, but that's it. Like these are just things you should always, you know. Don't we all just remember books in our head and sometimes we even forget what it is. So even if you're not a huge Star Wars fan, I'm trying to show you a couple books. Like if you see these. Like, especially cheap, pick them up. I'm not saying pay market for any of these at all, especially not those variants. Do not pay market for those variants at this point. But what I'm saying is if you find these these cheap, like, yeah, you might find them in a box sometimes because maybe people weren't on. Maybe you didn't have, you know, Alphabet fans. Maybe you didn't have people reading the novels because this was literally a tie-in to the novels. Just like when you had the Galaxy Edge stuff, like, harder to find some places when you had – um, what was the Fallen Order, right? Like the my LCSs, it was hard to get the variants, especially when you got down to five because people were tied into it because of the video game. But there were, I was able to get some at other LCSs because the people weren't into the video games. So when those books came out, you could get it. So just when you're searching multiple locations, look for these type of things. Cool, yo. How's yeah. Dark Empire fit to All right, we have a Thrawn video know. coming out. We have a Thrawn video coming out on Wednesday. And good luck with Dark Empire fitting into. Um, so yeah, there, that last character on six is pretty cool. This is actually cool too because four is like the insight of Yurik, like going from her Tie Fighter to a uh, to the Republic uh, portion there, um, which is kind of cool. Next slide. What do I got next? Oh, okay. Two things. Ahsoka, great. But here is American Mid Books. I just want to put this out there because I see some tomfoolery. I like my man Mel V. Uh, he might have gotten me in some trouble before, which is cool. I'm not even grabbing out of there. This book right here, this hardcover book, is a print order called The Company, right? Well, that's out in Minnesota. You can get these. It's 18. I think the, their subsidiary is a Mid-American Books. That's who usually sells to the libraries and the stores. I know there's a lot of lists going up on the Internet. I'm just going to tell you it's open order. Feel free to order. There's no first print of this. Because they'll print it out for you tomorrow. You'll get it within four to five day, business days. Okay? So let's stop with that nonsense. There's the information oh, if you... The print run on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, you know what? You know what's, funny? 20, you know what's funny? It's like, hey, about four months ago, this the price I think is now up to seventeen eighty nine on this exact same site. 
about four months ago, the price for this book was $14.89. So something's going on. I have a feeling a lot of people, and I've been watching the internet, there more and more of them start hitting the internet at ridiculous prices, like uh, $200, whatever they're trying to charge over there. Uh, I have a feeling that they know something's going on funky here too. So they just kind of been up in the price a little bit every single time they get more and more oh, orders. Wow. All of a Good sudden, we got 900 orders for this book. Yeah. Let's make it 2250 for like 10 years. <laughs> I, I Look, this is the thing. I try to put, if you're watching the Star Wars show, I know Yee's, he went out there, he bought he bought one for himself. A couple other people hit me up personally for the links. I gave him a couple links. Just to, I gave him the main store link and I gave him the other link and the price has been going up for this. Yeah, yeah. Grab it there. You can grab yeah. it there. Please don't grab please, one too. Please don't put it up and try to swindle people out of money. I was doing that on Star Wars to help everybody You're out. You're trying to swindle people? You're a swindle? Yeah, not me. Not me. Not me. Damn, not you me. just outed your own self. You just said you were trying to do it. That's... No, I put it there so that people wouldn't. So if they needed something, they would oh. get swindled. And then now all of a sudden I see other people, and not people I mentioned before, but other people are now using that link, buying it, and trying to swindle people out of money. Please don't do that. Just buy yourself a copy so you can get it. It's a hardcover. It comes near mint because it is. And once again, I have a couple of these at home. If you have the library ones, they're all backed up. Yeah, give them to me. I will trade you out. It'll just cost you shipping. Uh, <laughs> is he sleeping? Are you sleeping? Well, we're not talking about DC. Of course, Corbin's asleep. You know, yeah, he's sleeping. I'm, I'm unless unless you mention Moon Knight, Corbin's not throw, in. Hey, if you mention Moon Knight, get mad. You thought Batman, I get good. I heard the free shipping, but I'm down for that. But then I was a Star Wars, and so I changed my mind. Next. <laughs> Either way, but now everybody's sleeping. I see. I'm I love changing. it. They call me out. I don't know what you got to do to say. The Corbin train just I'm derailed this entire beep, thing. Beep. All I said was that I would buy a book because free <laughs> shipping sounds good to me. Joe's comment on it. I'm ashamed that I combed my kid's scholastic book for a catalog for spec. Right. That's awesome. Right. Absolutely. True uh, to the game. Right. <laughs> Now that that's a true true comic collector. Yeah, right. Well, I'm hoping what I'm hoping is everybody orders this so that because I know some people are probably gonna watch this and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's go. He list writes them. a check to Scholastic for four hundred dollars. <laughs> well, you know, going you back book? to the question about the <laughs> print run, copies. you know, the print run. Uh, the answer to what's the print run is it's increasing. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And also that it'll increase and at the same yeah. time more people will list it which will then show that it floods the market and therefore everybody will get nothing for it and they'll have a stack of these books at home and then be all mad because we gave everybody the link out there so it's either way it's, I think the next, the, it's the next Turok number one <laughs> no it reminds me <laughs> of that uh, Rick and Morty uh, remember the Rick and Morty insert right. yeah. or something yeah, yeah. the insert staples, comic staples where yeah. they're just copying them and printing them out yeah. and putting them in yeah. Didn't they do that with the spawn thing too, Brian? Did what? Like one of the little spawn inserts? People were copying them. I don't think so. No. No, I think you. I think you're off, Kyle. I think you're derailed. <laughs> derailed. Kyle is the one that derailed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we have something? Hey, speaking of that, we've got uh, Lope. Do we have a? Do we have a slide on Lopez by any chance, Matt? Um. I think is we it do. further down the road. It was further on down the road, but I got it here. All right, let's pull it up. Let's see what we got here. I just want to shout out real quickly one of our finest. I love stories like this. I love to hear them. Uh, this is uh, – he doesn't mind that we say it. So this is Lopez's sale here. After last week, we were talking about this book a little bit. 
about a month or two ago, he had shown me a, a stack of books with this one in it. I said, put it in. He said, what do you think? I said, no, 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 hold, hold, hold. Put it in there, held. The next morning, he hit me up way too early for me to be up. I was like, who is texting me? He's like, listen this. What do you think now? And I was like, oh, absolutely. He not only set the market on this, he's got the highest price on it. Congratulations. Listen, send us this type of stuff. We love hearing when you guys are setting the market. We love hearing. Give him a round of applause. We Thank love you. hearing. I started. You, guys- I started. You, said, you got it. Yep. Yeah, we aren't jealous at all. We like to hear this type of news. We're really yeah, proud awesome. of it. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, hey, uh, congratulations there. Darth Lopez, good job on that sale. Hey, he says hi right there. Okay. That's his little oh, – oh, I messed that up. Let me say Howdy, Darth Lopez. Good Got job, him. man. And what did he say? He said something like, I just threw the other books in for free. Hey. Because yep. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Because I'm a nice guy. He is a nice guy, by the way. Very nice guy. Um, all right. What do we got next? Let's get uh, out of the Star Wars realm before Kylo. Uh, pa- oh. The first real Oh, look at that. <laughs> hey, hey, this is first uh, first uh, child on Simpsons. Make sure you guys try to get out Obi Wan oh. Kenobi. Am I going to talk about Kenobi? Oh, I am going to talk about Kenobi because I think there was some mis uh, there was some misunderstanding about Kenobi. I do have it. Do we want to break down Kenobi or do we want to split for a little bit? Chat, tell us. Do you guys want? Do you guys want to talk about some Kenobi? Do you want some more Star Wars? Do you want something else? What do you want? Uh, it's good. Kenobi sounds good. <laughs> All right, Kenobi it is. Thank you, Steve. I can't wait to. I can't wait for Kenobi to come out. Bootleg garbage pail kids. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds awesome. That sounds like something they do in Canada. I, I need to know more about that. Like, did you hand sketch them and then try to create your own sticker, or were they just like on regular paper? Or did you guys do the construction paper in fucking art class? Like, yeah, sneak into the uh, copy machine at school and print off like thirty of them and take them home and use colored colored pencils and like do it up. <laughs> Put them on cardstock. Must be an Oakville thing. So we um, go more with Kenobi. Yeah. So Kenobi. So uh, it was really cool. Awesome. These are the three, right? Um, so oh, it was really those. good. I hope you do. I don't. It was Send really cool work. when they were talking about Star Kenobi. But... <laughs> Dude, listen. Sell. I even sold that that stupid car. Picard, how do you say that bald head? I don't even know how to say that. I don't even think I've ever watched an episode of Star Trek, dude. (laughs) But I'll sell it. Hey, it's like DC. I love selling stuff I hate. So I'll sell that all day. There's no books. There's no no Star Trek (laughs) books. No, hey, DC's a lot better spec than than Star Trek. Yeah, that's for sure. Picard, though. Hey, I'll, I'll I'll spec ponies before I spec uh, Star Trek. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> wow. Anyway, so here we go. Um, yeah, I called it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Great awesome. minds think alike. So here, these are kind of you know they said ten years for the Kenobi, right? And if you look at it, these three books, which are Kenobi's journal are right in that element of uh, the 10 years. Tell me they say, Dear Journal. It, they actually, they say Kenobi's Journal, in, but they say it in a different <laughs> script, and then it like translates. It's, I Kenobi's saw her log. again. We made eye contact. I always have. Yeah, the eye journals are just I hope she, 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 I hope she right. gives me the force again. Tattooing misconnections. 
<laughs> a standstorm was coming, and I had to go back to my hovel hole. Me, long cloak, covering face. You, long cloak, covering face. I think we had it something there. If you I see do. this, if you see this, use the force. This is why I try to give Willow. Should we run back to Willow? Because I was trying to get him to run it out on Willow and just not kill Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, no, go ahead. Go, that was go, a go ahead. No, no, we're good. No, you lonely fan person, me, hobbled old man sitting on stone and cloak. <laughs> okay, so yeah, no, it should be more like me, old man, beating up Tuscan Raiders. You little boy, me stalking yeah. you through the future yeah. because that's really little what boy who I looked at through binoculars for the last sixteen hours. <laughs> okay, that's not fair. Oh, do you like my saber? Check. Is the force no? with you today? <laughs> That, if, if you saw me, tell me what color my cloak was. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what color my lightsaber is. Yeah. <laughs> and then tell, me, <laughs> tell me how big my lightsaber was. I snuck right, closer no, to you today. Could you feel the heat from my saber on the back now, of your now, neck? Now, now, let's take a moment here. When your boy was quiet, they said I derailed, okay? And now we are going down a dark path. Let's, let's, let's get back on focus here. Why is it? Yeah, he's bringing it. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank Thank you you very much. Thank you very much. All right, so here we go. There you are. So when you know we said it was approximately 10 years right after uh, they kind of hint uh, of the last movie, but it could be of the birth too. So that we're looking at like 19 BBY. For those that don't know, uh, before the (laughs) battle. Do you saber? Check yes, no, or (laughs) me. <laughs> Wait, man, you're not helping, bro. <laughs> We're trying to get back on stage. <laughs> Are you serious? Why am I here? <laughs> Chad's oh. fire. Chad's fire. <laughs> <laughs> These books uh, are hard to find, too. And, and they, this is not the beer tab you want to charge for. <laughs> Ain't that hard to find? You can find them. I have faith in all of you. Use the force. I got Jesus. That is hilarious. Okay, uh, I'm crying. I'm seriously crying at this point. Um, what was I? Oh yeah, this is about him stalking Luke, isn't it? Yes. So yeah. listen, 19 BBY, right? <laughs> they said it was. They said this series saw Luke in the shower. <laughs> they, they gave Boy, he's really there. becoming a man. All right. All right. Okay, all that right. was enough. That was enough. enough. I got to get through this. So they said it was going to be 10 years after. So 19 BBY is the birth, right? We got the birth there. So you figure about a year there or so. They go on a little bit further down. Uh, that's where these books start taking place. Luke is eight years old in number seven. We have an OB show you can watch. I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens in here, but pretty much uh, he is stalking Luke Skywalker. He's on Tatooine. You show him going through the, the different areas. I wouldn't uh, say he's stalking so much as he is protecting. He is watching his life events and making sure this don't show up and find him and, and kill him and take him. And, Day 483. Luke used his left hand in the shower. In, in the first one, he does kind of stalk him because like the, the guys come in and, and little Luke passes out and falls on the ground and he carries them home and drops them off without saying hi to anybody. He or roofied Luke. <laughs> so... Uh, these are these were what were these? These were one in one hundreds, right? Or one in seventy? They were one in something really expensive. There is uh, other variants to some of these uh, that are pretty nice. I might do a giveaway with some like this right here. 
I know we can't see that. What am I doing? Uh, look, I'm gonna pour yeah, myself another drink. Here, I'll make you. Yeah, I have a hard time finding those black and whites. I've been looking oh, for a little while. Steve, hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to get the surprise the treatment. There we go. Yeah, so I mean, like you got the oh, Mayu ones that are already pretty sought after because of what he did in a lot of those, and he wrote uh, the last portion of that. But when you get after you get past after you get past seven, right, you start getting into a lot more of the Mayu stuff. You get to 15. By the way, they bring in a character that we might all know called, at the end of this, Jabba talks to Black Canasta. Yes, that is the Black Canasta from the Afro series. They get in a fight here and Owen's there. It goes through the span of about nine to 10 years after the birth to about 14 years after the birth, which is similar to the span that they said that the Obi-Wan show was going to be at. Um, we do think that Darth Vader or the Anakin slash Darth Vader portion is going to be a lot of flashbacks. The interesting you part about up the wrong book. What, the one okay. where Canasta and him fight is the one on the far right. Yeah, yeah. They, well, this you is the first time he showed up. On the far no, no, no. Right. Yeah. Well, this one he shows up at the end with Java because Java sends yes. him out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I then I didn't hand up this one. Well, whatever, man. What? Right. There you go. <laughs> All right. In so, case I confused anyone in the audience watching. <laughs> is it Canasta? <laughs> What? How do you yeah, say Black it? Can what? Who? You're gonna ask me how to Black say Cass a name of a character? They so, was it Patrick that just said parents used to play Canasta. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I, where did that come Dude, from? Canasta. <laughs> That's like the white people version of spades. <laughs> Patrick said we should play a game where you guys just throw up random names of Star Wars or random pictures of Star Wars characters. I try to pronounce their name. Let me see if I, how many I can get right. I was like, yeah, dude, I better guess myself on that too. You know who I'm talking about? The, the big hit. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. That'll get me in trouble. Uh, the the he's a Wookiee. He's, yeah, he's a big Wookiee and, and he's a bounty hunter. And yeah, he gets his eyes. He loses his eyes. He, he goes yeah. through the Afro stories, which is very interesting. Well, more interesting than me dumping ice into my drink, um, <clears throat> which is very interesting because if that's the case and this happens around this time period and they do show him, like there's a lot of links here. If Hera shows up, if he shows up, there's a droid thing out there. You know, there's a lot of opportunity for that, for Dr. Afra to kind of make a cameo or at least her name to be slipped out there. Yeah. So make sure, like, I know there's a lot of people that were disappointed and somebody had asked before, like, Oh man, what do you think now for this character? What I think for now for this character is you mark that. And when that book starts falling, you pick that book up because it sure does seem like, you know, four or five projects here could link to characters that could either have a cameo or could be spoken about uh, Dr. Afra. And when that happens, you better have those books already because you know how this has been going for Star Wars. If they sneeze something that sounds like somebody's name, you better have it listed. Just up the number real quickly, right? Uh, yeah, and make sure if you're going to do that, I mean, make sure you can get some of the good books and, and get them CGC graded now so that yeah. when they do hit, you can put that on the market that, that minute. Yeah, I, you know what, Manny? I actually have seen that too. And it's not like it's when he says ransacked, it is like there's nothing, nothing less. Uh, do try some of the under bins, though. If you've got those places that have really overstocked, that have under bins, make sure you're checking. I know it might hurt you, but make sure you're checking the Star Trek area because people have been hiding books in there because they don't know what they're doing. And they nobody can't looks. Because <laughs> nobody buys Star Trek. <laughs> so they go home. Where can we I hide this? Trek here. Shit, oh, so yeah. Wookie bought all the Turok number ones. I can't hide I it there. Yeah, just do that. We got to go look in the Star Trek section. 
you just you take them and you just kind of toss them on the ground so you can get through to make some more finger room and then you toss them more out of the way you keep going and then you just slam them back into the box so that you know you've gone through them before uh but yeah you can definitely pull some out there i know it's getting harder and harder and people are just pulling up every single thing that they can possibly pull up so i do hear you on that um but like i said now's maybe the point for some of these bigger books like the afro books that you might want to watch some of them come down in price right Blame the red shirts. <laughs> oh Jesus! All and right. The reason so, why they die first. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Let's go. Move on to whatever the next <laughs> is. I'm gonna mute myself. Pour myself about my fifth drink of the night. Uh, what do we got next? Anything? Uh, someone, uh, Aaron, is asking about the turnaround time for CGC. Oh, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't talk about. Tur- it's really, it's long. really slow. I heard right it's now. fucked right now. I just. I- I, I sent books in like three weeks, or I had my presser send my bo- uh, books in, including some of Matt's, like three weeks ago to CGC, and they literally just got um, logged in as received. Fuck. Jesus. That was Plus like. The mail, the mail is running really slow. I mean, That's for anyone who's reason. been selling on eBay. Um, you know, I'm starting to get messages from buyers and even the ones I haven't got, uh, messages from, uh, I'm looking at the, um, at the shipping information surrounding the ones I've gotten. And I'm like, holy crap. Like these, these books haven't even left the state. It's just, it, it's like we're back in, um, summer when things were really s- slow with USPS, like, uh, June, July, uh, August. Have you got those messages yet that says, we're, it's running really late, but you're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running behind. But well, that's got- what I'm trying to tell my buy my buyers. I mean, I don't have control over it. I really pride myself on shipping things out really quick, but there's nothing I can do once it gets in USPS hands. I got so. something I'm waiting for, and it's at the Phoenix, I'll, I'll the main Phoenix uh, post office. I can drive there. It's only a few miles from my house. I could drive yeah. there and get it, and it's been sitting there since December fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So this question right here, I'll answer this. It was Asherah Het who becomes Darth Crate. That's what that mm-hmm. is. And you're talking about in the legacy books, you got to go back to like what is it eight in the regular books when you go through the yeah, Star, Star Wars. Star Wars eight. Yeah. Yeah. Is that eight and nine? That Dark whole Horse. that whole runs pretty good for the Dark Horse run. Um, yeah, dude, that's why I do it when nobody, I get there really early so nobody can see me doing that. Cause you're right. But if you throw one, like if they look at you sideways, just throw a Star Trek book at them. It's probably only worth 25 cents. So it's not going to make a difference. If you uh, can pick up two of any of those books, I would buy both of them because it would not surprise me to see a signing through CGC, uh, with e- Ewan McGregor in the next nine months. Oh, on the nine of the legacy one. Yeah, the uh, legacy on one. any of those. Well, Obi Wan journal style books. Oh, the journal styles, the black yeah. and white. I'm talking about the old series, the Dark Horse series, where it's the um, right, right, where the the crate dragon and all that stuff happens, and then there's the other series, the Legacy series, where it's the purple cover with him standing like this on the front of it. Uh, the other, actually, they're both like this. So the the Asherat Het first appearance is him. Could be him or his dad. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Standing right there could be. Asherad Het or Sherad Het, either way, but that's God, first we're making that's a segment now. Can Marco 
pronounce this name. Oh, you're going to take bets. No, we're going to give out fucking prizes. We're going to give out prizes. No, no, no. I know, I know, but I'm just saying that's it's it's a segment. We're going to people are going to win prizes and what we're going to do is we're going to put up on the screen a character and then we'll give it 15 or 20 seconds and we'll let everybody take their bets. How do you find what the real name is, though? Yeah, I mean, you can't, like, Google this shit, dude. It's not like they, there's, there's, like, there's Google Translator. No, there's places, I'm sure, where we can find it where it's, where it's you know, it spells it phonically. Siri will do it. Yes. <laughs> Yo, get out of here. Yeah, we'll ask Siri. Right, <laughs> that's we'll what we're have a contest. Do. Who pronounces it better, Marco or Siri? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, this is this is the truth right there, man. I, I don't even... I, I just... Ugh, I can't even do it. That's why I don't want to talk about because they've been good to me for years. But man, uh, man, fifteen weeks in county. I'm sorry about that, Dwayne. I wish I could wow. apologize. They used to have good people there, but then somebody kept calling the front desk and harassing them. For, and now they don't. They don't have it. Because <laughs> the, the mail is taking a long time. I agree. That was a joke, by the way. That wasn't. That wasn't serious. Uh, is it? Is it because they're doing all these private signings? Is that what do you think? It's fucking it up, or? I think okay. it's a com. I think it's a combination of slow mail getting in, slow mail getting out, and so many people. Dude, there's some books where I'm like, why would, like, go? I don't know about you guys, but you know, I go online just to do the CGC thing to see what grades are nine eights, and I'll take a twenty dollar nine eight on some waiver sometimes. And you're thinking like, who sent in all these books and graded them for like it's not, yeah, eighteen dollars for you're losing money on these books, but for twenty bucks, I'm not breaking even and i'll sell for you know something at a show or something so people are just selling and sending it i think it's a combination kyle i think it's a combination of people are sending in way too much stuff <laughs> the mails run slow obviously if you've ever seen we're not going to talk about that um a couple other factors that play into that maybe they're overextending themselves uh well it's better than the other options so what's the other option we'll send it to cbcs Oh, no, CPG. Jackson will never be big ever. It would take a fleeting miracle for as much as I love the character. It will take a fleeting miracle for Jackson to get giant. I don't think so. I think I think you all you I, I, no. Well, why I don't think, you like CBCS? I don't mind CBCS. Just the value for resale. The value isn't there for some reason. A long, long time ago, even when CGC's uh, things were warping books. They still held better value in the long run. I mean, is it just it's just namesake? It's like Uber or Apple, or it's just that's the that's the name you know, right? I mean, hey, I'm not going to buy a PGX, but like, yes, it's, it's also the amount of time that CBCS took. Uh, they've they've been known to have even if you think CGC turnaround times are crazy, yeah. CBCS over the turnaround bucket. times were nuts yeah. for a long time. I, yeah, it's a driving and fucking insane. I've had two books of mine for three weeks now, and they're still in received. They haven't processed through, and I fast passed them. So, well, I, I don't know what's worse, the guy from. I don't want to slander the guy. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll change the subject for a second. Yeah. You mentioned Jackson. Um, what do? You, what are the chances Tag and Bink show up? Because I, I'm I'm hoarding those books, and I'm I am I'm too. Kinda waiting. Yeah. Yeah, John, I love these. Never. These Star Wars Galaxy. Never. Oh man. <laughs> I no, I think they're great characters. They would be great comedic Star Wars characters. They're Who, and, Tag and Bink? Yeah, Tag and Bink. And and they were there was a lot of uh hype on them a couple of years ago and yeah, died I mean, down. Yeah. Um I totally think that if, if, on if, book. where's like the comedy in Star Wars? 
Well, I'm t- so this is it. Like, if you think about it, a lot of like Jackson shows up all the time in those. So I, for those that don't understand it, Marvel really just has IDW dis- distributing their books. That's what that IDW Adventures is. It's a Marvel book that they just have them distributing it, so they get to put their name on it. Okay. And Mar- that's in that IDW line. They've been doing a lot of Jackson side stories, kind of like Tales used to have before. So I think between Jackson and then if you hint at them, yeah, they reran a tag and bink of a whole new series. So I think there is an element there, especially when you start getting to animation, right? Like, look, Resistance didn't work. You know you're going to probably do Son of Death Mirror there. You're going to do, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're obviously going to get the Bad Batch, but eventually that stuff goes out. Like, what else could you target? You've already done oh. Forces of Destiny once. Like, you need to come up with something short and funny. The Mimi stuff or like the little shorts that they're already doing, the stuff they're doing on StarWars.com is okay, but eventually that's going to run out. You have to come up with something else. And Jackson is the perfect character to do that. I mean, he is a little bit of a clown, but you've also seen him. Like the Darth Vader variant cover that has Jackson on it does very well. There is some heartwarming stuff to him. He keeps showing up like every two or three years in like canon type stuff. So, I mean, he doesn't actually show up in the canon type books, but you know what I mean. Because um, the Tannen Bink scene was filmed for Solo, but was cut for time. Yeah, see, there you go. So there's something, oh, there's right. something to it. Well, I was just saying it the other day. I want a good, like buddy cop stormtroopers show, but I want it filmed like cops. Oh, that would be funny. We hear the running and the, <sighs> yeah, from the cameraman or what? Wasn't that a, that, that was a fan, fan film, film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that fan film. Yeah. Uh, they should do it like, like, like the, Reno 911. Very first fan film. Yes, like ever. Reno 911 would be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, I also too. Hey, that uh, isn't Vader eight coming out soon. Make sure you guys have that in your guys' poll box. Cover A. Um, Visions anime. Why? Why? Uh, <clears throat> speak because of the cutscenes. He's talking about cutscenes. So there's a character in that uh, Vader. It's the eye of the, I know it's the worst name. They call it the eye, but it's the eye of the Webbish Bog. And he was, he supposedly has ties to every, for the last 7,000 years, he has ties to all the Sith Lords. He's kind of like a mentor type character. They originally had him in the movie right after Kylo Ren had gone to get the Wayfinder. It, it was a scene with him with 30 minutes. They actually cut the scene out, but they actually still have that character. They like, they have the Muppet in the background both the art director and uh, the overall uh, Muppet person said, like, this is a character that's going to come back around sometime. So it's going to be his, like, first cover appearance, probably his first full, and they're probably going to give some backstory. He definitely has something to do with uh, Palpatine, Vader, and Kylo Ren. We think it's a little bit further past that, and he we don't think that he obviously dies because Kylo Ren didn't kill him. So, oh, yeah, and he was part of the tales of uh, the dual tales, Originally, he's part of the Duel's Tales uh, book or script, and they eventually pulled him over into the regular script. So all those things, it's like, look, if you can get it for cover price, just grab one real quickly or just try to wait. But I think Star Wars fans, like, just like the kind of like some of the other books that sold out, like the Fallen uh, Order stuff and stuff like that, like people really love that Duel's of Fate script. And people know that this character is already built and they're planning on using it in something else. So... Those like deep, crazy Star Wars people that have like Star Wars stuff all over are really, they've been hyping up this character for a long time. So it might be something for you to go out there. I'm not saying go crazy and like scrape the shelf of the character because it won't do you any good. But you know, if you get two in your, in your, uh, if you get two in your poll, it's probably not a bad, 
bad uh, thing. I was going to almost say bad play, but I didn't. Um, real either quick, we, I, I just want to uh, recognize that uh, everybody in the live chat tonight, thank you so much it's been for so much fun. Uh, being part of the show. You guys make the show fun. I know I say this every show uh, that I'm on, but it's the truth. Uh, you make it fun for the people who are doing the show also. So we appreciate, <laughs> you, we appreciate your feedback. Listen. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a nice cherry Shasta. And yeah. I ran real quick to get. I turned off my mic, ran to get it, ran back. Did not realize that when you run, you know. So I go to pop yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. open just before I start, and psh, all over so, yourself. Yeah, my jacket. My jacket is no longer here. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm back, George. Cool. All you right. know, what would be a funny stormtrooper show. Hmm. Would be. Uh, remember that comic that we did a. Um, comic Hank, theater on Hank man. Johnson, agent of Shield or agent of Hydra. Yeah, so if they did a couple dudes that were stormtroopers that really hated their jobs and they dreaded clocking in, you got to see them on their day off. You got to, you know, in their day, kind of like a like they're at home and their kids are bitching at them and their wife hates them, and then they got to go on and put on their stormtrooper shoot and they're like, why do they got to tell us we have to fucking miss all the time? And you know, like I don't know, that'd be kind of a funny show. That would be. I want to remind everybody also real quick um, that uh, tune in Tuesday night, you guys, for uh, a really good show on the channel um, that everybody loves. Uh, Comic Book Women, they are going to have Megan Hutchinson on uh, this Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they have, uh, she just uh, announced this really cool uh, cover for Ha Ha, so she's going to be on the show uh, make sure you guys tune in. Uh, Laura, Lucy, and Jen are great. Uh, if you guys have been following uh, uh, the Star Wars show, you guys know how amazing Jen is with her comic knowledge. And, uh, of course, uh, Lucy is just uh, one of the funniest people in the world. And uh, we all love Bird City and Laura and, and the whole crew over there. So make sure you guys check them out. It's going to be an awesome show. Yeah. Coolio. Craziness. Absolute craziness. Uh Hey, I wanted to whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. talk about this real quick. Whoa. Um, Hold up. Comics are fun. Where's the income? I'm just reading the comments. So I know I talk about wizards all the time, but this is a, a an important one. I kind of talk Brian about doesn't care about it. He's got something more important to talk about. A, a, yeah. a little bit on um, uh, Drunken Chat the other night. And uh, this is really cool because it has a poster in it that's probably one of the best pieces of comic art um, that uh, has ever been produced and a lot is of people know about it because it was only produced in Wizard in this uh, for this poster and it's Ooh, a Alex Kingdom Ross. Come poster by Alex oh. Ross that's absolutely amazing yes I, do I have, mm. yeah it's just uh, it's in a long box this is one of the few uh, yes. things that I remember keeping from my childhood. I have one of these laminated. It's beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. It so is. if you guys, if you guys, Try to DC is that is that DC's Mark? Oh, Marco's gone. I can't remind him. This is um, issue sixty-one <laughs> from nineteen ninety-six. So if you guys I do have see, that one. yeah, issue sixty-one. Make sure to look. Oh, for Oh, Marco, the just Marco, check out this DC greatness. Show one more time, Brian. I think Marco missed. <laughs> don't, don't Marco to miss this DC goodness, man. Yeah. All right. Oh, All you right, gotta cool. remind me. I got the Alex Ross. Uh, I got the Alex Ross uh, Wizards out in the garage in the Good. box. That's the that DC goodness. In case it rains, you know. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> the disrespect will not be tolerated. <laughs> all of those wizards have been in Brian's bathroom. Yeah, yeah all of them. Yeah, if you guys buy. go to Brian's eBay and you see a wizard on there, you know 
He <laughs> dropped a deuce, and he was reading that shit. I owe eighty five percent of my wizard collection to Brian, so I will not accept any Brian wizard slander. But yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, what do you got? You pick some stuff up too. What'd you get that relates to all that? This is why I like. I like pickups that kind of relate to what we've been to talking about. Wait a minute. Well, so, all right. I'll, I'll do the ones that relate. Hold on. Let's see. Um, so I already showed the TIE Fighter and the Rogue Squadron, right? Yeah, that's good. Alright, so that's good. Uh, da, 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 da. Those are good books. Oh, so these, uh, two copies of the, um, with the guy who leads the Time Variance Authority, right? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I, already, I already sold one of my... What are those? Fast Fantastic Four or what? Uh, 353. 353. So yeah, I think the guy uh, Owen Wilson is playing the dude. Um, hey, do you rebag? Do you rebag when you sell it? Just asking. I generally do not, unless it's it's terrible. I mean, that's part of the my, the bargain in my bargain comics, right? Ah, you're I mean, right. You, right. you keep you Fair keep costs, <laughs> you, you you keep costs down by not bagging uh, boards cost money. No, well, I, you know, I, actually, hey, I think the boards are negligible. It's really the time, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I went a whole four years out bagging the board in a single comic. Yeah. It all went down in watery flames, but it happened. Right. Yep. You, um, vengeance number two. <laughs> you know, second appearances oh. tend not to get, you know, too hot, but Ooh, I, I don't know. That. I just That's got a, a nice feeling book. with Mr. America. Why not? And especially, I got this, what, for $1.59 with tax? It's a pretty cool cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delato, yeah, early Delato. You can't yeah. go wrong. I got a few of the. Um, I I see these are selling decent. I mean, I don't. You know, they're not bananas, but uh, like, what is this? This is the um, third print for Batman: The Dawnbreaker. Um, and even I I am seeing. Let's see. <laughs> what else do I have? Oh. There's uh, a Dark Knight's Metal in there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, Batman Who Laughs, uh, I guess the markets. Does that do anything good? Because I got a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah, like I think it's doing, I mean, it's doing okay. You know, it's not. It's no Teen Titans 12, 12 but I was kind of surprised looking up on eBay. So I was like, eh, I'll pick up a copy. <laughs> now, this, this one is the best of the, uh, you what? know, has so far done the best out of them. Good. I got two um, of those left. Tell me how much. Right? What can I sell that for? What can I put it on? I mean, nothing crazy, but you do see pop every so often when either he gets mentioned for the Flash TV show or the Flash movie, whenever that gets made. I'm just gonna right? mail. I'm just gonna mail it to Corbin. I'm not yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm here. Once I knock the tack, and I'm scared of my. Here, here's two. Um, You're sitting J on a tack. A, a JSC and a huge. I'm worried I'm. Hold on. Um, sometimes you know, not every JSC and Hughes uh, pops, and these never really have. Um, but I, I saw someone sell them together in a set. This is the 2011 one. So you got the 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 Hughes here and the JSC. Nice. Um, you know, maybe uh, I like the other JSC uh, one. There's another JSC one. It's Hero number one, and it's got the boys. Uh, story in it where they don't reprint it anywhere other than oh like yeah i love that one right yeah. yeah i like that um secret invasion i figure you know the number one why not for a dollar yeah. 59 and this um and this is a i think number two second print all scroll cover 
So I figured, you know, the second, third print craziness. Where I'm not, did you say dollar fifty nine? Did you say a dollar fifty nine? Yeah, because I include tax. Oh, no, oh, they oh, sell oh. for dollar fifty, and I put the tax because no. you know. Hey, my my bargain comics is how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got to all in. That's how we roll. Um, still picking up the Moon Girl. You know, I know sure. a lot of people were disappointed they didn't announce here. This is uh, this is the story so far variant, and this one surprised me. Um. This is the first first Princess uh, Fisk. This is the second print. Second print cover Ghost. though. And now yeah, the the, fir the first print has the kingpin and princess like full on the cover. On the this stairs. one just has it there. I, I mean, you know, you do, you. It's exactly like we we talk about. Don't try to make sense of it, because um, to me, you know, if I were running the market. This one would be, you know, worthless, and the one that had them prominent on the cover would be, to be big. But eh, whatever, I'll go with the flow. That second print's really hard to find. Yeah, yeah, it, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I may, uh, I may get some more. And the only other thing I picked up, um, I think I've seen the Borderlands yeah, is getting game. getting Video hot. And this, I don't think, I don't think any of the Origins two. Uh, I didn't see any listed on the bay, so I picked that up. And then, you know, I, I, I'm interested in stuff like no one else is interested in. That's like, you know, my thing. So, um, well, at least back in the day, you know, it was just Topher, Trey, and I, and uh, Ben and, and Ben S who were interested in the DCUs. So this is a rare two pack. Wow. Uh, December 1994. They're, they didn't do a 20 pack wow. for uh, December 1994. So these are only found in two packs. And uh, that's that DC goodness I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if you guys go to uh, www.mybargaincomics.com, there's a huge uh, article on DC promo comics. This is in, uh, one of the many Con Ed uh, promo comics. I haven't opened it up to see what's. Uh, if there's any any goodies in it, um, but uh, that's you interesting. Goodies. Yeah. How many bars do you get with that two pack? Is that like a two two bars? Uh, <laughs> Is that an AT and T two yeah, bars? Yeah, yeah, AT and T two <laughs> bars. Yeah. And then we got the uh, a Captain. Then we're going to work on the Marvel promo comics, right? Ooh, that, that's that's nice. the next thing. So this is the uh, Chevrolet um, custom edition. That's uh, that was in conjunction with the movie. And then, um, you know, I've talked about my free pickups before. This was a, a LCS in the area. Had a bunch of the Image Plus uh, magazines. I think these um, have um, some hidden value in them. Like, I know there's one that's like the first God Country, right? And even the uh, Here's Negan started in, in Image Plus. Mm -hmm. And and they just had them. They're like, take them. They're free. I'm like, okay, you know, um, yeah. So and this one is uh, seven to eternity one, right? So you yes. never know when those well, could hit. I've got a bunch. I'm not going to show them all. No, that's, that's kind of, so. Like that was kind of funny because somebody asked uh, the guy that said that he uh, that he copied stuff at Baltimore City, whatever, in the teacher's office. He's asking about those galaxy the star Wars galaxy stuff. And I had gotten a bunch of those for free. And it turns out that like, th there's some good pulls for that X, the X rogue or X wing rogue squad and stuff in that too. So don't ever pass up on stuff like that. Thanks for that. And make sure you check Steve out at, at my, 
Hey, he's got it all lined up there. This is what I like about Steve. The IG is my I'm shameless. I'm yeah. shameless. Hey, Pick him up at the good. eBay. Check it out. Yeah. If you want the best prices on the Bay, as he says, there you go. Right. You got the WWW. He does do really good stuff over there and watches YouTube videos. Thanks a lot, Steve. I Thanks. appreciate it. Uh, what Thank else you. we got? Oh, no. I hey, got you it. Know, go ahead. Oh, go for go it. No, no, go, no. It was nonsense. No, go for it. Well, I was just gonna. <laughs> I was just gonna ask with all this news out there, and I hope the chat can kind of get in and help us out here. Like for the longest time, it's been great with Star Wars stuff, right? Like it's been really good because that's the only thing we have, right? Like DC's not wasn't playing anything. Everybody knew that uh, that the Black Widow was just that's straight trash. So like, what else did you have to spec out on there, right? And I think that was kind of somebody was making a comment earlier. They're like, dude, the Star Wars bins are just straight tore up. Do are we going to see a little bit of a market? Do you guys think we're going to see a little bit of market shift now, where some of the money is going back into some of the Marvel properties? Because like, sure, there's always a little bit in there. There's always a little bit someplace else, but it wasn't like people were going gangbusters like we've seen in the last forty eight hours, where, where where prices are going crazy across the board. Do you think we're going to see now people stop buying like dead books for Star Wars, and they're going to be a little bit more choosy over there, where they're actually going to buy first appearances of characters that might show up in the next four or five years instead of like some random offset character that may be not even in the real canon timeline? Or do you think it's still going to be absolutely bonkers with the Star Wars stuff and then going to be completely bonkers and now we're going to see people picking up like first uh, ball, cat, something uh, something else, you know what I mean? Like some crazy fifth element character that's not even like first time a chair has a symbiote on it or something. Because that's what they're doing in Star Wars. Like they're literally buying like stuff that makes like, wow, that's not even something a Star Wars collector. And I know thousands of Star Wars collectors that are like, yeah, I would never spend money on some junk like that. And it's selling for like $100, $200 on on the old uh, Bay, as Steve put it. Like, do you think we're going to start seeing a slowdown on that and just like more quality buying? Or do you think it's going to be just like the wild, wild west still because everybody's tied up here? What do you guys think? I think it's the wild, wild west. I think everybody's trying to scoop up whatever they can so that they can be ahead of the curve. And I think it's just, you go in there, you just buy everything and... You know what? If 3% of it hits, chances are if you're buying it cheap enough, you're making your money back. And I think that's what they're going to do for quite a while. I don't know. That's just me. I think Steve has a different idea. Well, I mean, I, I, I got concerned because I, I, I don't do a whole lot of auctions on eBay. I, I like to, to buy it now. And, of course, I started an auction, uh, three auctions last thursday not thinking about the disney investor conference and uh yeah i i, I kind of you know didn't do so well on those auctions because i think everyone was so you know all the money was going towards uh marvel and 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 star wars um you know, uh, two things come to mind one is you know maybe it takes some of the um uh spec away from some of the indie stuff because you know you saw all the ice cream man and something is killing the children get hot you know i wonder if some of the heat comes off of the the uh, uh off of the indie books um and then um uh what what was the other thing i was thinking uh, I, yeah i yeah i i mean i i don't think there's um i i i do think it is a zero-sum game i mean there's not people don't have infinite discretionary income. So if they're spending more on Star Wars and Marvel, it's got to come from some other place. Um, although surprisingly, I was surprised. I sold um, that 
Countdown presents Search for Ray Palmer, the first plastic woman, which seemed like that. That's like the ultimate like flash in the pan. Like if we ever see that plastic woman movie get made, you know, that, you know, I believe in that about as much as I believe in the Black Adam movie. And I I, and, uh, you know, you know how I feel about the Black Adam movie. I feel like, you know, I'd I'd love to see it. But I mean, it's been teased for so long. Um, so yeah, I, I think all this heat on Star Wars and, and the Marvel streaming and movies uh, could uh, could pull uh, money away from other uh, speculation investment areas. Yes, yeah, yeah, just found that up real well. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they've been wiped out. We obviously know some of that. Like some of that stuff just isn't gonna. Like it's not gonna. There's. We knew some of it was short-term anyways, right? Like, Lopez hit it up perfectly when we were talking about that book. He was like, we knew that wasn't a long-term book. We know that tur- it was burning out quickly. He hit it while it was hot. Like, I hope everybody in the chat does that too. I hope everybody that's listening does that. Like, make sure you already got listen. Make sure you're striking when it's hot. Make sure you got it ready to go, right? Like, I get that. But what I'm saying was, it was so crazy. And people are just wiping out everything in these things are we going to see it like of course i went after the news i went back to double down and see if there was anything else and they play like if i left any crumbs i wasn't even handing out crumbs anymore because now it's not even a crumb problem the only inventory i'm like the only inventory i got left is over here and that's dc inventory right like everything else you know i'm not saying that to knock it this is what i think it's a time to buy dc like if i could buy because it's cheap I'll buy yep. independence and cheap. That's what I'm saying. What Steve says is exactly it. Like I buy stuff right now, and I think like, okay, cool. People are so focused on Star Wars. I bought hard. I mean, that's not true. I always buy Star Wars, but I didn't buy as much as I normally buy in Star Wars because, look, man, either people were pricing them up too much, or I mean, I know that people that was listening to our shows and going and telling dealers who are friends of ours, like, yo, you see that show with Marco? Make sure he mentioned this book, this, this, or he was talking about these characters. These are their first like. And next yo, thing I know, yo, yo, Marco, he's the man. Nah, I wasn't so like that. Cool. They're like, so they're like, don't let, hey, they're like, don't let him rip you off. Don't let yo, him rip yo, you yo, off. Yo, yo, Marco, it's but that's Marco it. Like, in the house. You see it, or you see the CBSI lists that are coming out, or something like that. And they're like, look, you start getting on these things, even though they were cheaper books. And like, I heard Marco stuff. has an entourage when he goes common diving. You know, you I know hate it. that. I do not. I, do <laughs> I heard it when whenever he goes in the store, two men come out of nowhere. To fling the doors open and smoke the whole thing. No, no they, they throw a, they throw comic pages yeah. in front of him so he can walk on them. And here comes Marco in his big mint mink jacket. Quick, hit the wizards. Hit the wizards. Lay the wizards out. With, with his brass knuckles no, on the front of him. Big time heroes. collector. They're like, this fool will buy here. No, look, I'll show you this. With his gaffy stick strap on his back. You don't hear a lot anymore of like a... Uh, comics being bought and shelved, like you know how like Snyder's Witches Run, you know right. how Brad Pitt's company like, bought it and shelved it. Right. Now you don't Ooh. see that. You're not seeing or hearing that a lot anymore. I wonder is that because now everybody is on this kick where we've got to hurry up and try to get this stuff into production, and we don't want to sit on anything anymore. Or what do you think that because you don't hear that anymore? I think you're going to get a reboom in that, and I think it's going to come on Amazon with um, with um, Invincible. I think you'll see a big boom in, in them moving animated TV shows versus live action. 
with with invincible coming and all that you'll see a lot i think you'll see a lot more properties get or optioned like is that just good preference or do you think there's like a trend there in terms of like strategy i just think it's untapped market you're getting all that live action stuff there's not a whole lot of animated tv shows in that market so but live action is kind of where it's at now like everybody is enjoying live action well uh, well that's the thing are they enjoying it like right now and you can loop back into animated because of that or it's like animated a thing of the past and now live action is where it will always be because you're right that's where it's at right now but what if looked really really good man it did it didn't look like your you know your same old mom it reminded me of a game actually it looked like the animation that could easily be a video game it did, when but T'Challa, I wanna... when T'Challa hit that that button in the Star yep. Wars mask, yep. I was like, "Holy shit, that is amazing!" And that'll be the last time we probably, I mean, as far as the Marvel thing for sure, get Chadwick Boseman on there. So that's kind of that's kind of sick in that way. Yeah. What did you guys but... think about that? I thought that was very cool that that they said that they will not recast them. That was very interesting too because, you know, they're they could miss out on a lot of money by doing this and they're and i respect that i i really do respect it um, a certain saber cutting comic seller said the same thing i saw but i was i'm with you on that in the sense that like i respect that they're not going to go that way but it's a Just, bummer exactly but it's then i guess also from get a, black panther or, yeah or, from a storytelling uh, perspective T'Challa. how are they gonna yes how I are they gonna go, go for a respect thing but like well that's what i mean from a storytelling perspective but if it was how are they gonna somebody else they keep feeling i mean they fill the shoes Shuri. any other time. Why would they yeah. not? Why? Why? Why him? Did you think there was going? I did think you, because the circumstances of it are different. You know did, what I mean? Uh huh. Did you think it was going to be Shuri eventually? Anyways, though, didn't you think yeah. it was good? Like after, not, not. I I had a, I had doubts. Me, but like I had after, doubts until recently. Until really? they why? made this announcement, because I really didn't think that they were going to go with to put that. Um, Listen, Black Panther made a shit ton of money, and not only yes, that, it was a it was one of terrible those movies movie. That, it was it one was of those not. movies that that like separated that, that uh, movies to like a cultural phenomena to something that was in, like super important. You felt it was important. You know what I mean? Even even um, I remember while being overrated. I don't think it was overrated at all. I thought it was very good. And I, here's another great that point about scene, it. Time the, out. That the, action scene. Sorry, Brian, not to cut you off. That action scene in the bar set the limit for what action scenes we're going to start looking like in the casino bar thing. Set the limit for what action scenes we're going to be further on in a lot of movies, man. So, like, overrated. Maybe I'm... maybe what I mean by that is I did not like the finish. Like, that final battle between him and Golden Jaguar felt so much like 2008 Iron Man for me. And that's – like, you're right. Every time the movie comes on, I have to watch. It's a good movie. I just mean I think it's – and culturally, I feel like it's blown itself out of, like, the actual storytelling part of it. You know what I mean? Like, can I? Can you criticize the fact that the story, sure. while being good, wasn't super deep, while also not disrespecting what it meant? Because I think you can do both. You know what I mean? Like, the movie itself is a good movie. Could have been a lot better. Yes, I think that people mix the cultural impact, and yes, it has a major one, even for myself. And I've mixed that with the movie so much so they're intertwined. And it's like, well, well, hold up now. You know what I mean? Like, then it becomes almost um, disrespectful to say that it's like not in my top 10 Marvel movies. Like, what, are you kidding me? Like, for me, it is. But I'm just saying, like, I think that there's a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, look... parody there, you know? Look, I think people are always going to have that problem and everybody's going to push their own views on it. Yeah. Why I think it was one of the top 10s was because, actually, the graphics, the storyline was tight enough. It was a superhero movie, but they also did, like, 
like the fight scenes weren't really fake. Like it wasn't like throwing punches. There was no, like you didn't the get whole to be movie a was fake. But that last another, fight, that, okay, Kyle. Another reason why that was uh, so good and the story up, was Ryan? so yeah. good is because uh -huh. it made you love a villain. Yeah. Like now, how many of people loved Killmonger true. in that? Like they did not want Killmonger to die. Like no. Uh, and it, and good storytelling makes you love a villain. That um, like that Game of Thrones. Like I always bring it back to like Game of Thrones. And that I know shit is real. With 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 Jamie Lannister. <laughs> Jamie Lannister, you hated the first two seasons. Damn, but a good a good storyteller books. will turn that character and somebody into somebody that you root for. It's the like hero's journey. Yeah, and I want to touch on something you said, Brian. In terms of how they're going to handle it, I think they'll do it the same way they did. Uh, remember uh, the Dark Knight trilogy with the Heath Leather's Joker. Like, he didn't die. He was, you know, he was taken into custody. And then he, we just never heard about him again. Yeah. Like, I think they're going to do something similar. Like, they might make a reference because you kind of have to. And, I mean, but in terms of that sudden disappearance, like, we're just, as uh, someone in the comments saying, focus more on Wakanda. They just, like, you know, hey, something happened. I'm not sure how they're going to explain it away, but they're going to make sure it's quick to the point, decisive, move on, and then go, you know, moving forward. I mean, if they can bring Tupac back, they can bring they can bring Black Panther back. I'm glad. I mean, they're bringing Black Panther in some other way, but like we see that a lot. We saw that in terms of Marvel. It's not the first time Marvel has had to do. I'm glad they're not recasting, but we saw how they recasted War Machine, and they just he they had Cheeto say one second. Next time, baby. Acknowledge, yeah. But no, I'm saying when Cheeto came in, you know, he said something like, and it was funny because it worked for both the scene he was in, but also for like his role, which is I'm here. It's different. Get used to it. Boom. He said it. And they moved on from that. And then I think they're going to do something similar where, you know, they have to acknowledge, of course, but it can't be like uh, far from home where they spend the entire movie on the legacy and importance of him because you have to keep it going and you don't want to live in the shadow of that character mm -hmm. and not have said character. But you didn't think there was already a plan in place of having her I do did. like a black. See, that's why I think it's going to be an easier. And unfortunately, like I like them, but like it's going to be an easier transition is what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be such a difference in transition. I think the War Machine, he was a minor character, so it's easier to do something with a minor character. I want Terrence Howard there, but yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> like, you can't get me. Every yeah, time I look at Cheeto, I just say next time, baby. Like, every time. I like Cheeto. I like Cheeto because what was it? Was it <laughs> the high. remake of Ocean's Eleven where Cheeto was in it or whatever? Anyways, hey, I want to just shout out Dennis uh, from uh, Wonder World Comics real quickly. Hey, appreciate you reposting our video on your uh, – our Thursday video on your – Facebook page, we did see it. We do appreciate it. I'm just waiting for you to repost this one. Yeah, and we appreciate everything <laughs> y'all. We appreciate everything y'all do out there for us. Um, but yeah, I think that was like the move on, right? Like, so I think it is, and I think yeah, that's going to be one of my top five. But I understand what you're saying too. I think people have different opinions on why stuff's going to be good, and, but you can't focus on that. It's still a good movie. The next one's still going to be good too. Yeah. Killmonger was great, and maybe. You never know, but it, I mean, like, it, didn't they bring Killmonger back in the comics? Wasn't somebody like yes, Madam Slay? That's yep. uh, all Mel spec. Oh, that's Mighty Mel V spec. Oh, that's interesting. I, man, they got my black card canceled at a hotel in Baltimore, so we still aren't talking. But we'll talk one of these <laughs> days. Everyone's going, Shiri. What do you think if that you see someone like uh, Umbaku take up the mantle? Somebody else versus. Her right, uh, right off the bat. Umbaku. No, I see what you mean. I see what you right mean. No. Baku. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I think it's pretty much clearly going to be Shiri. I don't think we're going to see someone else and go, "Oh my gosh, I didn't see it out there." <laughs> I don't mean. But I'm with you. It'd be interesting. I just think like this one, especially in a move like this with the situation that it is, 
You can't afford to be missing. Go with what everyone's expecting. Like, this is fine to go for the solid play. You know what I mean? Exactly. Shiri's that. It's She's almost in the Tom Holland role of being someone young enough that you can get maybe three or four movies out of if you need to. You know what I mean? She's got a lot of controversy. That actress has got a lot of controversy right oh, yeah, now. But I mean, doesn't the Mandalorian like actress have a lot of controversy? Yeah, dude, around? just shut off. Your, if you guys want to have controversy, go on Jerry Springer, bro. Like, shut off the Twitters. Nobody cares. Hey, what the no, fuck is up with the new did. Mandalorian where he took off his goddamn hat so he can get his face scammed? <laughs> the fuck is up with that? Yeah, okay, so once again, by the way, uh, the before everybody said it was because he was crying that he wanted more FaceTime, do you remember this was shot way Get a goddamn that? iPhone, then. It was shot way before and already edited before that even rumor came out that that was for that's for rumor for season three. So once again, you know, I mean, if you're gonna follow, is, the is it a rumor though? Because I've I've heard that they've pulled him. You won't see him in the Mando armor anymore. He's just gonna do the voice, and he will not be in the Mando armor for season three at all. And I thought that was confirmed. Well, maybe why? Why? Because he is showed he his face in what? He, he got mad that he's not getting. He's a big name actor and he's not getting enough. FaceTime on Mandalorian. Except for two points. He re-signed his contract before season two was done for even more money. So what's he complaining about? He must not have been that mad because that could have been a negotiation point. And number two, he was already referenced to take off his helmet earlier. They are setting it up that by the end of the season. I thought that was part of his thing. Like that. he liked the fact that he, he didn't have to take it off. Like I thought no, he liked even get off Twitters and social medias of those people. They were the same <laughs> ones telling you Old Republic was going to roll out in this special. We told you last week. Or, or on, my, my favorite re- rumor on Thursday morning was that there was going to be a solo uh, streaming series. Wait. Yeah. I don't think Solo Wookie needs a streaming series. That's what I'm <laughs> thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't right think now. they were talking yeah. about Solo Wookie either. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need I mean, big name actors. I'm about to say, we're, no Star name Wars actors. is no name actors. Exactly. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Shout to that. <laughs> you're right. There was a lot of chatter about a new Solo series coming. And people were insistent. Like, yeah. I was like, no, they're not going to do that. Oh, they like to prove the, you know, Disney likes to prove the critics wrong. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm not going to no, argue Disney with you about money. it. All Disney I know is I, I need a Boba Fett workout video because that dude looked like he said she shed some power he went from boba fat to boba fit in one episode yes. two episodes yes. he put out one of those girdles what are the girdles they call them yeah. now swimwear girdles or whatever he put on one he put in spanks thanks yeah that's it that's where he put <laughs> on spanks i'm telling you like people were texting me on the phone like y'all see boba fett put on spanks i was like god damn that's funny shit but no that's hilarious i and do like to repaint that yeah. repaint was real cool, man. He busted oh. out the hobby paint and touched up that armor too. Oh, yeah, real quick, real quick, real quick. <laughs> it was a good episode, honestly. Like for a for a Star Wars nerd to see the inside of Slave One, that was like I don't let my kids watch that because they are younglings and real young, like younglings. <laughs> yeah, they're real small. Yeah, but I, for that, <laughs> to see the inside of it. To see, I mean, I wouldn't let them watch the fighting stuff, but to see the inside of Slave One, like I let them do it because it. I mean, they play with the, like I, I know there's gonna people are gonna be like this. Corbin's texting idiot. Vader right now. Yeah, he's gonna be like, <laughs> but I like to play with all the original stuff, including the slave one. You know, the slave one where they had the carbon Han. They lost that thing, so they had the carbon Han come out the back and all that. And like he, you can, you rotate the handles on the back. You press the thing, and rotates. So like they're like young. They're like under six. So I was like, well, it'd be really cool. Like they get to see Slave One. How cool is that? And they showed a lot of cool stuff for Slave One, man. And they loved it. Does not lie. They loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. I did. You know, the last half and of a half episode book, of Mondo, Mando, I thought it was good. I liked it. It was kind of slow, and it kind of. But I like overall. I actually thought it was good. I didn't think it was slow. Well, I mean, I, this was fan. This was deep because it's all fan service, right? But this was like deep Star Wars fan service. This episode was like they made this for people like me. Like that's what they did. They're like, hey, we're finally gonna give you what you deserve, and we're gonna give you this episode. So like, we're gonna get you deserve. They're gonna drive through a tunnel, <sighs> dude. I had, I had, I was. I was happy all day till you just started ragging on me earlier about Star Wars. I was all good all day long. Oh shit! <laughs> I did it again. Oh, the feedback is That's so what you real. get. That's what you get. That's what you get. All right. Oh man, I'm crying. Uh, it should be cool now. It should be cool. All right, we're good. No, but that was a cool episode. And then they're coming out with the rest of it. Like I said, you know, that's the rumor mill's fun. Well, let me make right? some more noise real quick. The rumor mill is kind of funny, and we try to, you know, especially on the Star Wars show, but on this show too, we try to like go like, well, how realistic is it? That's why sometimes we get a little long-winded. Like Matt, that it was great analysis. He's breaking down and giving you a reason why maybe going after some of these books, even because they're cheap, like go get them now because this has a strong possibility when you're thinking outside of the box, not just what's like easy on a list to name ten books, right? Like, yep. look, let's think about it real quick. Let's think about how this works. We're all old enough and smart enough to figure. We're not going to get 100% right, okay? But we're going to get it 50 to 60% right most of the time. Sometimes we do hit home runs, but like... If it's DC, I got it. There's nothing wrong with the D. Yeah, you, you know a DC right, they're going to put out another terrible movie. That's what they're going to do. Oh, okay. Not, except oh, for hey, one hey, word. Hey, hey. Wait, wait, wait. We've, got, word. we've got James Gunn. Thanks. You know? You said it. Yeah. Home of the yeah. Brightburn. I don't know, man. You saw the trailer that that one Wonder Woman movie. This is our one shot. Okay, you we know what James it. Gunn? You know what James Gunn did? Marvel's like James Gunn. We don't need you. And James Gunn went out there and got a finer. He got a bitch that wasn't as good looking, but was like, oh, she'll do for right now. She looks okay in the sunlight. Probably not so good. Like you get a direct light. They called DC, <laughs> and they were like, Marvel got jealous real quick. It was like, no, nah, we're not letting you mess around. Right, your analogy is your analogy is is that James Gunn left a ten to go with a five because she'd do more stuff. Yeah, yeah just remember, stuff, two right? fives oh, is a ten. Wow. Well, yeah, does. but he <laughs> can make that. He can make that five a ten until. Oh no! Leaves. Hey, hey yeah. look, he might make it look like a six or seven, but he ain't right. getting back up to a ten. So yeah. the ten got jealous, came back, snatched that up, said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." She took off the heel, said, "No, we're going, we're going, we're going." Swung it around real quick. Over. I'm, I mean, I'm hey, lost. you. Yeah, I know because you, you got you. This is why you don't pick up enough chicks, bro. I'm just saying, like, if you do it, you just <laughs> make, you you would see a ten. You grab a five, make her jealous, and you get a ten. That's all I'm any, saying. Any woman that comes in this stream right, right now, now I'm, I'm is like, three, man, three Corbin's a good-looking guy. And then they see the Batman and Superman po- or the Spider-Man and Superman post, <laughs> and, and they jump right off the train. Yep, and they're gone. They're like, look, we can't do this. You gotta, you gotta pick one or the other, man. You can't. They can't be wow. next to each other. I just needed something to make up for the background, guys. <laughs> I didn't really overthink this. Look, look at the fat old dude that just definitely's been married for twenty years, criticizing <laughs> the young buck out there getting oh. something. <laughs> And hey, don't talk about me like that. <laughs> All right, we gotta keep it. I'm. Oh my gosh. Oh, let me wrap. All right, so, hey, <laughs> did you see? Did you see this one? <laughs> I think this is directly to you. I'm not. I can't. Eat. What? No, I've had too much to drink. Where I can't find the mouse. It happened last. Time. <laughs> <laughs> the 
chat is real. The chat is real, guys. The chat is real. Yes, yes. We got a fire chat right now. 104 people watching. Make sure to hit that like button if you're having a good time. Oh, man. We might have to get him on a show. Dwayne just is coming with it, dude, all night long. He's got all the jokes. He has a lot is going to come back. Trust me. They'll be fine. Yeah, it's going to be the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh, yes. And the spinoff comic from Future State. Let's get it, baby. All right. I know. I'm excited about Future Steve State. And me, Steve and me got to be alive yeah. about it, huh? Yeah, I'm glad. It's, it's some hope. It's something I think they can. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay, let me ask you I'd rather, be, I'd rather be pleasantly surprised. That's what she said. Ted said. Hey, uh... <laughs> But JJ brought Actually, it up earlier. JJ yeah, kind of brought it up earlier. Like, bigger, is, but whatever. like, if they hit a Batman Beyond, like, if they bring that, is is that something? Ugh. What? Please tell me. It would no, be, Kyle it, and it, I have been saying this since Absolute Geek. Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as Old Man Bruce Wayne is a million is a billion dollar movie. Yeah, you guys haven't seen it for a second now. We've been saying it for I, years. I, I think, it's, I mean, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> they just won't ever do it. it. You yeah. shut your mouth, Wonder World Comics. I mean, DC's yeah, they not might. Done. I'm just they might. How is this very, very multiverse? It's been good, man. It's been good. But no, okay, but here, I think they might do it depending on how the next movie works. You know, I mean, they're already going to have these guys in there. Maybe they realize that, wow, bringing these guys back really kicked that nostalgia factor in the market, and now we can do that Batman Beyond that we've been trying to do for years or talked about for years. You know what I mean? Maybe this is a... Okay, it's been no, it's no, been no. Scary. What's that going? Why he's bringing up that book? What's that? Go ahead and put what that book's going for. That's why he put that book up. Stupid uh, amount of money. Yeah, it's going up for a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> won't last. Won't last. <laughs> well, Marco. Okay. Yep. Solid. Yep. yep solid. Hey. Game wow. game, all. <laughs> oh man! Someone has to take the hit. Yeah. Listen, wow. Someone's gonna jump wow. on that grenade. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the wingman does. You jump on the grenade. Yeah. All right. Where, where the hell are we're, we? I don't know where we are, guys. It's like, comic spheres came and went. The station is gone. Trains are just blown up. What are we talking about? <laughs> DC uh, Future Dollar Bins, that classic. <laughs> I know that the, the last future state, the last future event that they did, that's where all those books are, really. They're in dollar bins. It was a hard, it was a hard series. I mean, it was a hard series to read. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of that. Even with 3D covers or. or Lenticular covers Lenticular. or whatever the fuck they yep. did, yeah. My theory is the better look in the cover, the worse the actual content in between are. Because you, you're compensating for one thing or the other, you know what I mean? What, Boy, you, said, uh? what I don't understand is two things about DC. So, so if somebody can explain, explain it to me. Corbin. Death? Well, no, we but death it stands for dumpster comics. Well, yeah, that's all you need to know. No, that's no, not hey, look, man, look, you guys know because I'm sending some out to you. Like, I. Silver Age is Silver Age and Golden DC. Look, man, it's good money. It's just flat out good money. But my question is this: You had Dark Metal, which I was like, this is straight trash. But apparently, fans liked. They liked it. They actually like. It wasn't just speculators or whatever else. People were reading that book and picking it up. Especially a lot of the offspins. That's why the Flash offspin came out pretty well and stuff like that. Correct? Will we agree on that, or are we gonna say no? 
I don't know. Oh. I, I wasn't a fan. I mean, yeah, I wasn't. I, a fan I, I think there were a lot of people who who weren't fans. I I think part of it is just uh, Snyder's internal pull within the company. You know, he just you know sort of you know he the golden boy, and you know it was like oh you know hard rock with Capullo, and you know we're gonna do metal, <laughs> and then we're gonna do death metal, and but I would see. Steve, that's how, they, that's how they pitched it. Just the way you said it, Steve. Well, they yeah. did. They did. Yeah. I mean, so this is it. But you're a diehard. I'm talking about like the casual reader of DC seemed to pretty much gravitate to that book, right? Like the casual guy. I don't like, know. Well, in my, in my opinion, <laughs> that's what it was. Okay. Like the casual guy was kind of going towards that book. Okay. I was like, okay, cool. And then it kind of like, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know what the heck happened to it. Like, I don't right. even know if that's not going. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the, 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 the what was it, the clock or whatever? Doomsday, Doomsday? clock? Doomsday yeah. Clock, yeah. I, put out, I here's I'm going I'm I'm to bring up a really weird uh, thing that I'm might scared. not be the best, best way to put it. But I feel like DC, after New 52, they tried to do this, like, go woke type stuff. And they did it in a really bad way where the writing wasn't good. Whereas Marvel, the characters that they created when they did it, the, the characters kind of stuck. A lot of the characters that DC did it with, they just, it didn't, it felt like it didn't work. And I felt like a lot of that writing at that time was really bad after New 52. Um, I don't know, dude, because that sounds, if that's the case, then I'm buying all that stuff right now out of the $15 cent. Because that's the exact same stuff a lot of people said about Marvel. There was a lot of stuff coming out, and I have a lot of, Stuff that's hitting right now because a lot of those characters, people were saying the exact same thing. About so, them. are you talking about the rebirth stuff, Brian? Yeah, I'm talking about like a lot of the rebirth stuff. Um, I'm not what I'm trying to even think of what was woke out. It just out of that. Well, they did like um, they did like uh, a lot of the. They tried to take a lot of their main characters. It's kind of like what they're doing in Future State now. But they did it with different characters. They tried to take a lot of their main characters and make them new new people, um, and and it didn't work. And I think they tried to do that, if I remember correctly, like in the Batman universe, they tried to do it with uh, Batwing, and and um, they did it with a lot of other sure. characters. Um, oh well, that, yeah, that was New Fifty Two. Right? Yeah, sorry, New Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, that's yeah. why I was confused. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, I don't know. Maybe that just stuff wasn't written as, as well as the Marvel stuff. I have to agree with you on that. I don't know. That Marvel stuff set people. People, you can say what you want, but that Mar there was there was a diamond summit where somebody was screaming about that stuff. In Marvel, Marvel, hold on, hold on. That's all fine and dandy, but Miles took off pretty quickly. Kamala Khan took off very quickly. Um, uh, Spider Gwen took off like a rocket. Uh, Silk had a little bit of a takeoff, but Spider Gwen totally muted that shit. All those characters that are hot now, other than like Riri, maybe I don't Riri, remember Riri, Riri if she yeah, was hot Riri right out the too. gate. But Spider Gwen and Miles, you, you and could all get those... all. No, 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 come on, man. You could get all. You could get the ultra. You could get the ultimates. They were. You could get those. They were easy to get, especially when they like later they on. Been easy to get, but the characters people loved them. People were talking about him all the place. They thought Spider Gwen was going to be a joke, and the care and the fans loved that character. They How were about talking Gwen? about her. She, Not that I hate I know Gwenpool, but uh, you know, I mean, Gwenpool was like a no, like yeah, joke, 
uh, cover. I mean, no, absolutely. Yeah, the Howard. Yeah, Be- I mean, way absolutely. better writing at Marvel. Way better at uh, uh, maybe a, a pro- like not a production team, but a team that heads everything and that mm-hmm. moves the direction of the of the company. I don't know. Maybe just DC just didn't have the right people in the right place because they almost were cookie cutter. They were See, doing the exact same thing. It just I, one didn't work for them. I think it's different. I'm going to bring up because I was went to Doomsday Clock and then let me finish off my last one. And then know me. Because that Doomsday, just hit. That was dead spec for a long time. I understand. But what I'm saying is like when was, you start it looking. It didn't take off. Right. When you start. Yeah. But when you start looking at them like Doomsday Clock, it was like you put out two issues and then it took a, what was it, a year to fit. Like you can't do that, right? Like I get that Porsche. You can't do and with Nomi, it was six issues. It was a mini, and they had heat on it. And then they just because it was hot when it came out the gate, man. I mean, what was that number one? It's got was it three or four prints on that? And it wasn't small print either. It was a large print, too. And like they had the heat, but like what I just that's a decision making thing, I guess. I think that's what's hindering DC more. Like, even when they had the rollout of metal, which I know you didn't like. Steve, but they also had like three other Batman books or four other Batman books at the time. Right. The, the, the one shots were actually better than the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I have been catching up on death metal lately. I think death metal actually is better than the metal. Um, so, that, I mean, uh, that's an improvement. Yeah. I imagine then I'm not a fan of either of them, but like, I think it's just like a literary kind of cup of tea thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Look, but there's people, dude, how many people do we hear when they first bought it? You know, people were not happy about, oh, this is what the House of Mouse does. They ruin everything. They're going to kill it. Uh, I mean, Star Wars, we had our whole thing with, I mean, we've had it all. I mean, even uh, Lopez. You don't like your fearless leader, Kathleen Kennedy? No, I've told, look, you can ask him too. This guy in the chat right now has called me going, for a while now going like gee whatever after this last rollout he's like i might if these couple things hit i'm gonna start bending the knee there too look i always thought you had to take her good and her bad the jj abrams stuff and we don't need to get into that because that'll just i'll break this house down i have more problems with jj abrams than i have with anything else but i understand that they had to put somebody in there because you can't roll out like as much as i wanted it you can't roll out that deep fan stuff in star wars it would never work like you just couldn't get that far down the hole into it because it wouldn't work now, should J.J. Abrams be in charge of anything? I don't even think you should let that dude run a vacuum cleaner. So, no, I don't think you should. You like his Spider-Man book? I actually love the end of that Spider-Man story. I was, yeah. Dude, there was a toilet paper shortage, so I love those Spider-Man books because you need something. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. I see where you're going. Uh, dude, the, the end, they ended that so well, I think. Yeah, it's great. You guys kid a job. Good job. Okay, uh, <laughs> I feel it right here. I actually enjoyed all three of the uh, Abrams Star Trek movies. Yeah, so did I. Till they announced that he was gonna, because they were so mad. Trekkie fans were so mad about J.J. Abrams and whatever he did over at Star Trek, and I still don't get what it's something about blowing up a planet. So I was really happy with that. But then when he they announced blew up it, Vulcan, and everyone was sad that he blew up Vulcan, but I, I thought it, it, he did it with grace and style and stuff happens i mean storyline made sense and i i thought it was great i liked all three of them chad felt a personal connection to blowing up a planet well <laughs> look at what happened to my alderaan i mean why can't we lose vulcan yeah but isn't that a cheap rip like oh you lost alderaan so now i'm gonna like that's what he does he's a cheap rip jj abrams is a cheap rip like he's never good yeah why don't you get some star flares throw, throw a couple more star flares all good <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But come on. I mean, I was a Guardians fan too. And I, when I heard how they were changing up those characters, I wasn't like, I was like, this is not going to be good. And then when they did it, I was like, oh, this yeah, is actually pretty good. And then like when Jason wasn't like the dad too, I was like, this is going to be dumb. Like, what are we doing here? We're making ego. And I still maybe didn't like it that much, but like I can live with what they did in that movie too, just because they made the rest of it so good. So I hear what you're saying there. Like they do, even when that's the one surprising part about Marvel, right? Like even when you think they're going to screw something up, they kind of make it good. Um, the Kirk was a badass, Was he? Kirk's a badass, huh? Yeah. Okay. Did you yeah, say, say you liked uh, Guardians too? Yeah, I did. Well, no. Okay. So what I said was I thought it was going to be absolutely terrible. Yes, I did. I actually like Guardians too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought like so. The dad originally, you know, like if you know Guardians lore, like the dad isn't a isn't ego. Like it's not the planet. And I, when I heard the rumors that it was going to be ego, I was like, oh, this is going to be like just stupid and terrible. Um, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, Wolverine showed up or whatever, and I was like, oh, all right, it's okay. They kind of played it off. Of- you know, they kind of made the jokes at the end. They, Drax kind of came out. Like, when they started saying they were going to make Drax all jokey, too, which he isn't, you know, because you're fighting Thanos and the regular... Are we going to go down a rabbit hole of what Guardians used to be compared to what... No, I just, I just wanted to make sure because I, I it blew me away that you, somebody said they liked Guardians, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Brian's like, I, I enjoyed it. I liked both of the Guardians movies. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I liked them both. I so liked number boring. two. Number one was nice, but I'll never watch it again. Two was amazing. I mean, one was amazing. Ah, you cool. like it? Ah, yeah. Oh, you said it. You said it. No, I thought both were good. I mean, like, yeah, sure, it wasn't as good as one, but like, as bad as I thought it could have been, because they're switching around the dad. Like, that's the thing. Like, when Marvel does something, you're like, oh, this is going to be a train wreck, and you're like, excluding Marvel. I'm not talking about Star Wars, but when Marvel when Marvel does something, you're like, oh, it's going to be a train wreck, and then it turns out, and you're like. Oh well, it's not as bad as I expected it to be. That's the rest DC, of it is pretty good. Actually, but... No, DC. When you're like, okay, they can't make it any worse. It's like, oh, they just they came out with <laughs> Suicide Squad or Birds of Prey or just keep rolling I, I on or Dawn Batman Forever or Dawn whatever. of Justice. Yeah, Dawn. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, somehow the Snyder Cut's going to be fix it all, which is silly. They're still shooting the Snyder. It cut. will. It will though. It's going no, to. No, I mean, come on. They're I going mean, to develop it. They're taking seen, their time on this. You've seen Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Uh, what did what? I, I know. Yeah, At I, what I point do we stop calling it a people, Snyder cut and just it's it's Snyder's Justice League? Just quit well, calling it Snyder cut. It's not even the same movie. Shooting it. They're reshooting yeah. a lot of and, stuff. And, and I'm glad that they are. This uh, movie. Once we watch this, we're going to look back in a whole new light on what was done before and go. You know what? Oh. I good. hope everyone marks you know, it. Hey, time out, like, dude. Brian only- pissed all of Michigan off at this point. They're coming for Brian. He's like, look, even Dennis <laughs> down there. Oh, from I North- love Baby Groot. Don't get me wrong. Baby Groot was great. I, you, I, if you saw earlier in this episode, I said Baby Groot is an iconic ca- Groot's an iconic character. What, oh, yeah. what uh, James Gunn did with Groot, like, That's game you. over. That, that first I movie mean- was knock out the park. What real what were deal? You, what were and, you and by the up? way, uh, for you Detroit boys, my mom grew up in nice. Detroit, so everybody, listen. everybody knows Eight Mile, dude. Everybody yeah. knows. Eight hey, Mile. my my mom. <laughs> hey, my mom lived was lived in Livonia, brother, too. Oh so. uh, yeah, right down. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, there no. we go, brother. What were you yeah. selling off of the shelf before? His baby name dropping now. Baby Groot. You were selling Groot. All yeah. things Groot. Everybody yeah. loved Shit, Groot. I bought, Male, I, female, I bought, kid, like, adult, children. I did little planners. 
Yeah, I've got little oh. planters where it's Groot, and you can yep. put a little weed seed in his head yep. and grow a little <laughs> a weed plant. Yeah, I got I got those planters for my my girl. We got magnets on the fridge. I got a little dancing one that's solar that just sits and wiggles back and forth. Baby Yoda, ten five years ago. Yeah, absolutely. I maybe was that's more... what gave him the idea for Baby Yoda. It could have been. All we I need is a more... baby Batman and. DC will have a billion dollar franchise. No, that no, night. baby uh, Darkseid. Oh, there you go, baby Darkseid. That was badass when Batman. That was one good yeah. thing out of metal when he held baby. When, I mean, it was kind of cheesy, but it was still kind of cool when he held baby. You know, Darkseid. Yeah. One of my favorite Justice League cartoons is when. Um, no, it will not be trash. What's that girl's name? Uh, the spellcaster girl and her son cast that spell and turns them all into. They have to turn the. It. She puts them in the um, the other world. The um, old um. What the hell is that world? And and so Batman and Wonder Woman and Flash and all of them have to become children under the age of eighteen to come back and fight him. Do you guys Dude. not watch the cartoons, the Justice League cartoons? Easy, easy. Come it's on, it's been a while. You you know that you know that he's just he's got the dark side in him. He's going to destroy that little plant. Um, it's yeah, it's a wrap. You know what though? I think we have to look. I know we like making fun of the train and everything else that's going on here, but like honestly, if you're somebody who resells stuff, like we need as much as it's fun to make fun of DC, like, and they, for years were trying to clown on Marvel, especially with the new now, now new, new now, 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 now new. I get all that, but like, we need them to do well. Like we have to pull them for doing well. Right. Like, cause that's where, like, that's all that's left in the bins. There's nothing left, bro. Like, like people are taking everything. They're taking everything. So like, that's kind of what we need. We do need this output of like, I got my fingers crossed every time I hear DC news. I'm sad that it lets me down, but like, I'm I'm just gonna remove Corbin for this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, no, listen. <laughs> By the time it's done, that's all I'm saying. By the time right. it's done, I'm gonna be in 20 years past me being dead <laughs> in the grave. Dude. I'm not sure <laughs> what not. weed you smoke, Corbin, but that is <laughs> it's the chasta. Someone spiked it. That, that is the fucking chiba right there, dude. That is the Colorado weed. Listen, you got the the Colorado skunk. Snyder Chat's gonna it's gonna change the game. That's all I'm saying. You mark my words. You heard it here first. You know. The only um, version of Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice I watched was the director's cut, and I can't imagine what the regular theatrical version of Dawn of Justice was. So I don't see how a Snyder cut of Justice League is going to make it. Bad. I just don't get She's it. He's going to flesh like, it out. We got some reshoots. What time did, benefit you know, of what, hindsight? What did he? What? 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 movie did he do that was so great that we think he i don't i don't know i just don't I, get it I, I know what you're saying you're saying like where what is his what is his background but what's I would his have track to record watchmen. yeah I, I would have to go to watchmen and i have to say that even though there was some stupid ideas in dawn of justice they were on the right track midway through they lost the rails like they could have restructured the story differently but like i liked what they were building up to you know what I mean? Like that movie wasn't totally garbage. It just got garbage like after the halfway point, and then it was like, you... "Oh, what, what am I watching?" Right about the part time you see Martha. <sighs> oh. Like yeah. that part, you know. Up to that part, I actually thought it was okay. And then once that happened, I was like, "Oh, I even overlooked the gun thing." But once that happened, I was like, "Yeah, I'm out. Like I'm out, boys." 
So I think there's hope. That's all I'm saying. But you give it time. I think over the last, I have like, to say, they did uh-huh. a great, they did a great job on the trailer. The trailer looked actually good for the, for the Snyder cut. They did it a good is. job. But yes. I, I agree. I, yeah. I have, yes. to, I have yes. to totally agree with that. That I, as much Thank as you. I have no desire to even see this freaking right. Snyder cut, right. and I'm tired of talking about it. They showed <laughs> that trailer, and I was like, yep. oh, this could be, this might, this. This is what I think we need to do. We need to set our bar for you what the Snyder Cut's going to be, like down here, right? Oh, absolutely. And then if it comes anywhere above, like under the table, like you know that when you get the dog poop on your shoe and you wipe it off, like that low. And then if it's anything above that, then everybody gets a little bit happier. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Could have been, been, been worse. And then people I, will start saying it's good. I just hitched the Corbin train to the Snyder Cut. We're going to ride or die, baby. We're going off the tracks. We're on all the way. Let's do it. It's going to be amazing. I'm just setting don't a bar bet on here. it. Just don't do that. No. Please like, don't. oh, where my Superman is. No, no. I mean, I got a bunch of DC right. books I need to tell. You can't, you can't do that. Please don't do that. I think we just got to be realistic of it. Uh, I think they'd be better off if they fu- would learn. But their animated series knocks it out of the park. They have the best animated shit on the market they have for years if they would learn to follow closer to their animated stories they would do better case in point wonder woman they followed the animated movie that came out years before it this is you wasn't followed it very closely and they knocked it out of the park everyone went wow that was a good fucking movie well yeah they already had it written and done up and they already knew what they were going to shoot and they already knew very similarly of how they wanted to follow it and they did good because they already had an example. Aquaman, same thing. They followed very closely, and they should have done it closer. It would have been a better movie, but they followed it closer and modeled the movie very much after the animated feature, and it was a pretty big hit for them. If they would follow the the Batman versus Superman animated movie, they would have fucking killed it, because the, the animated feature was actually pretty good. And and the actual live movie was trash, man. It was horrible. The, there were so many good things that Warner Brothers has done in the animation feature market. And they're killing Marvel in that market, by the way. And they just, they are not following their line that they already have set. And that line is already successful. Why are you not following that? If you're going to do Justice League, go back to Justice League. Justice League Unlimited. Those four seasons are some of the best animated cartoon work ever done, in my opinion. They're fucking amazing. Why would you not follow that line and do live action much like that? There's there's your story for success. Because they want to take things like fantastic shows like Teen Titans and give you Teen Titans Go. <laughs> Don't yeah. get me wrong. That yeah. was an epic screw I mean, up. It's the same reason why we have YA, you know, really making more grounds in what, the main. You don't think comic. Teen Titans Go was good? I don't okay. think Teen oh, Titans Go. Regular Teen but Titans. Obviously, obviously, show? obviously no. you're going for a totally different audience in that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Teen Titans if you were one of the most say. classic comic things ever created, like even it. on Earth, don't get me wrong. It's funny, but compared to Teen Titans, the animated Teen Titans that gave you so much. 
That you're like just... you're not gaining new fa- like if you're a younger audience that I think you're easing them into some DC yes. with and some that's... jokes that maybe if you're an yep. adult who happens to be watching go oh that's funny but it's not yeah. like you're at all tuning into that like you would mainstream DC animated shows not at all you know if you were a fan of that great if you weren't you're not going to necessarily be won over you know well, I we think gotta, it's just we a forget, really we forget though a lot like you're right Corbin but we forget a lot that a lot of these fans were fans of that when they were kids and that's what got them to being these 19 20 year old kids now that love these books we, and that's like, what that's what i agree with is that i'm not a fan of of teen titans go i love the teen titans that's i mean dude i have a tattoo of trigon sitting on the titans tower awesome. you know i mean that's that's one of my all-time favorite cartoons but teen titans go is a great marketing strategy and they're doing that correct it doesn't matter how much i like or dislike teen titans go they are marketing that brand of those characters for a much younger generation in 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 the next six to ten years you're gonna see teen titans and all their stuff is gonna start hitting it's going to start really escalating in price and you're going to start seeing the books go up the cartoons the toys all that shit is really going to start hitting why is that well it's the same reason that today we're seeing all the star wars shit go up 10 years ago they came out with galactic heroes and all the kids loved buying a lot of that little galactic hero shit it was out there Parents bought it for their kids. Why? Because we resonated with it and we wanted our kids to resonate with it. So they hit that young target audience. So now we're seeing a lot more of that market where the kids were already indoctrined to it. They were already familiar with it. We're going to see that with Teen Titans from Teen Titans Go again. It's marketing. It's going to be a while, but we'll see it again. So I think... Oh, I love you, but if your if your thing is Star Wars blew up because of those little galaxy toys, nah. No, that was a huge but part of it. It was because every th- it was because every ten years they rolled out something new for every generation. Some of these people in chat right now don't never saw the originals in there. They saw the Clone War stuff, the actual three movies, Phantom Menace, and everything like that. And they love Jar Jar Binks. Maybe not love Jar Jar Binks, but they love that portion of it. You know what I mean? They never let it go. Sure, Some people actually don't know Han shot first. They don't care. They still love that because that came out a couple years after. Then after they rolled out that, there's the Clone War animation fans. Dude, they're, and then after that, the only thing Teen Titans has is a cartoon, bro. And I don't, is that even the Teen Titans of the, of what's his name series? Not true. Or, there is a big toy yeah, line it's the from same Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. A huge toy line. Bro, I'm telling you, if you walked into any, if you walk into any country and go Darth Vader, people start going, <laughs> well, if you go into any yeah. country and go Beast Boy, they're like, the fuck are you talking about? Well, absolutely. But no you're, also, no, no. you're also talking of 1977 and what, 2002? No, 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 no. I disagree, I, Marco. I disagree. I think, that, I think that we don't give um, a lot of the rest of the world credit for how easy it is to jump on the internet nowadays. Yeah. A lot of Be- kids are watching these YouTube shows that's how they grow up they give their parents give them their phone and go here watch this cartoon on youtube you know what i mean like they're coming out the box knowing how to how to go check out shit on youtube so i was but i i get what you're saying and i hope it's true don't get me wrong but if you're saying that 
Teen Titans is going to be on the same level as Star Wars? I... Oh no. no, no, no! It'll never be that big. But no, you're going to you're you're see cut. a bigger giant rolling of Teen Titans merchandise and products, and a higher demand for it in six to ten years. If I may, Ryan Brooker just said that he was one years old when New Hope came out. I want to know who showed him Star Wars, and that's what I'm saying. If parents don't know about the product. Sure, you're right. They let them watch all types of stuff on 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 the uh, on the interwebs or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But like people knew about Star Wars on the interwebs, right? Like so they'll be like, "Hey, watch this Star Wars cartoon that's geared towards you." What we got Wolfman's Run in what eighty? It was eighty three on Teen Titans. The Teen Titan T cartoon came out at what point? Like we have well, to wait. Teen a couple Titans more. have been around since the fifties, right? No. Well, yeah. What? When did when was their first book? Uh, when did they first, that first book where he's she's carrying uh what was that um the woman that was late 60s is it late 60s let's see here whatever it is my point is this like but still that's not a main street that's not main street like it was star wars you have to get these parents if you're going to trickle it down to the kids and then the next generation after that you 64. have to get the okay you have to get the parents in love with it is my point okay you have to get the parents in love with it all parents knew star wars it was the biggest hit ever so when something else Star Wars came out, they let those kids watch Star Wars stuff. It was the cartoon, it was a new movie, it was Jar Jar Binks. Who cares? Sure. Even if they didn't like it, Teen Titans that cartoon, which is phenomenal, it does great. But that generation has to go two generations for us to get a kickback from it. And how, when are we going to get that? I get what you're saying. That's if, true. See what I'm saying? Uh, I I don't think it has to go a full two generations. I I see what you're saying, but I don't think it has to go that far. I, would I agree know. that now like, we definitely are that far into Star Wars, and that's part of the reason we have so much now. But I don't think it has to go quite that far. And I'm not saying by any means in 10 years you're going to see Teen Titans books or anything go for anything or make a market anywhere near Star Wars. But they are you're going to see their market a hell of a lot more bigger than what it is now. That might be one of the greatest I'm coming over things to ever, house. right? I'm going over to Ray's house. Can you imagine that childhood growing up, house. being five years old in 1980, your aunt worked at the Kenner Toy Factory, game over, greatest, that could have been like one of the greatest childhoods ever. Like just, imagine the stuff that guy got, holy shit, Raid. And Dennis, I think that Marvel has closed the gap, but I think everybody underestimated, like everybody, <laughs> like I said, everybody knows who Darth Vader is. Agree. Anywhere. Everybody knows who Darth Vader is. Yeah, Darth Everybody. Vader's the greatest villain since the devil. He is the greatest. Yes, there's never going to be anybody who passes. I'd say Mr. Freeze, but I'm just kidding. There's never going to be anybody who passes Darth Vader as the greatest villain of all time. There really isn't. The not devil. Any, not close. The devil. Oh, no, the devil doesn't want you to Poor know. He's I don't know. I think uh, Homelander could give him a run for his money. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm joking. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, but like that's kind of what I'm saying. Like I, I'm all for Teen Titans. I'm stocked in on it. I hope it comes up. I think that's the one property that might have a chance of saving the DC line. But they have to. They have to go. Oh, two people. Man, this guy's going to make me kind of almost jealous. Uh, kind of I almost guess. jealous, huh? Almost. If I got jealous, I'd be jealous. Um, but yeah, that's it. Like that's it. Like I think Teen Titans is the biggest hope. I'm not saying that they aren't. I think that's the biggest hope. For DC, but they're gonna keep playing that Batman card over. I mean, they're gonna make as they. Sh I mean, that's what they got. They gave Batman nipples, dude. That's all I'm saying, man. Not a good look, bro. I mean, they're. It's just 
they're gonna keep doing it. I got nipple Fokker. Can you milk me? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh wait, that wasn't in my Batman voice. I got nipples Fokker. Can you milk me? That was even worse. I'm Batman. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, yeah, I, it, that's it. So Dennis, I'll say that. Yeah, it's on the level, but that's on the Darth Vader's on the level of Mickey Mouse. So that's Ooh, how. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think he is. There's not cults to Darth Vader, bro. Oh yeah, there's there is. like Mickey Mouse. Like Disney fans are straight cultish, bro. No, I know that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, yeah, I get what Disney fans are, but there's definitely. You think there's not. Fans of Star Wars that are cultish too, because I'll take you a thing or two. And yeah, there there's are. a couple, but not like like not you, a couple. You go to like a dis, di, and Disney like Disney fandom is like a, it's it's and there's nothing wrong with it. It's cool. I I love it. A lot of my good friends are huge Disney fans, but Disney fandom gets crazy deep. Like we talk about Star Wars collectors putting away Star Wars books, they they don't hold a candle to Disney fans. Oh, I don't think you understand. When people say, like, this is the one thing I need to explain to people, and, and they're going to kill me in the chat here, but like when people are like, Star Wars fans are crazy. They've got big money. They do, and they're not buying comic books. Like, if you think Star Wars fans, nah. Nah, I'm they're buying. I'm talking about just comic books. I'm talking oh, everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some weird stuff that Star Wars fans, like, when you start getting into like, my pitchfork and torch, the Dutch bootlegs and stuff that they'll buy, like, the weirdest things ever that you'll Burn see. Burn this shit down. Yeah, like all the pins that they'll make for themselves. Like, there's really some crazy stuff. And yeah, you're not, you're right. There's more, it's more widespread of craziness with Disney. It really is. It's more widespread. I'm not saying that. But the next level where you see that type of like cultish, crazy, like I hang out with them. Like, I go to celebrations and stuff. Like, I sit in the Trekkies. line. Nobody, I've never seen a Trekkie <laughs> in my life. I wish hey, I would. Hey, we don't have I a Vader we don't have a Vader cut. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. My point being, my point a being, Vader is, cut. Yeah. No Vader. Uh, cut. They should take Rogue One, do that whole scene with Vader at the end, and there you go. There's your Vader cut. That thing was dope. Best part of that movie. I mean, that's like if you if any movie you want to improve, you just have Vader come in and just start slaying people. That, It'll work. Yeah, because that movie was yeah. okay for me, and then once that ending scene came, oh. I was like. When they did the Tarkin initiative stuff, that was really cool. And I was cool. sitting next to this girl, and I was jumping my yeah. arm around other times. She's like, don't touch me. I was like, oh, okay. And then Vader came in. I was like, oh, great. Okay, and that was good. Hey, all right. Speaking of what Vader. What just happened? I don't know. Uh, can someone please fill me in what just happened? I don't know either. Like, I, I, I feel like there was a main conversation, and Corbin had a side conversation all by himself. He was, I was describing the scene when I was watching that Vader scene. Oh, he was just explaining something about a girl and telling him not telling the girl not to touch him. I don't know what's going on. No, 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 no. I was. And then he's like, "I saw Vader, one. so I touched myself." I don't, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> don't touch me, Vader's on. <laughs> I didn't say that. I like his lightsaber. night. one, and the movie was ending. I was sitting with this girl and i went to put my arms around her and she said don't touch me and i went okay so then i put my hands back down then the vader scene came and i was like oh yes and all of a sudden my rejection didn't matter because i just she saw the best part said, of the movie don't touch me yeah the the date went bad i don't know i guess i wasn't exciting enough point being it doesn't matter about that that scene happened and i remember being like oh dang i what, messed up was this a first then, date? you took a first date it was a star wars movie oh, I, my I know her, like, we're stop wrong, that, bro. Stop taking him to the start dude <laughs> She was like, this was years ago. This was years ago. I'm okay. just saying that like, 
this Dude, reminded were, me of my. If you were looking my... to get some that night, you should have <laughs> went to like, hey, they're Aaron Beaches or something like that. You know, get you know the Notebook, so bro. That's a solid the first one. There you go. Notebook. <laughs> All I know is that I felt bad at the time, but then I said I have the high ground. If you take him to the notebook and you can quote the movie, she won't care that you're in That's what I'm telling. This is Eric's talking about exactly what I'm talking about. Like, go to one of those things and see what they spend. It's not costumes, by the way. Don't call them costumes. But, like, talk to Leaky Trooper Trooper so much about how their charity people for Star Wars pays all that money just to get into the gear for the troopers or even some of the cosplayer-type people that aren't that, the character players. What the character play? Look, it ain't like you're going to Disney World just throwing on some cheap ears. I know Disney gives away a lot of free stuff, and people will stand in lines for that. But when you got to stand in line for a fourteen or four thousand dollar outfit, that's when I want to see you pay your money, right? And I know, look, I sell Disney stuff too. I know some of that older stuff goes for good, but like Star Wars, there's big money in it, and I'm not talking comic money. I'm talking like super dope, big money, and for a lot of those items. Um, and and that's all I'm gonna say about you that. You know what's weird is can we talk Aja Ventress? I want to talk Aja. Last last I saw the number one selling, they made more money, and this is just net profit. They made more money off selling lightsabers than any other toy ever, right? The second highest thing that Disney made money off of was freaking Dis- Mickey Mouse ears. And all the versions, you know, the daisy ears yeah, and all that. That was the second largest thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. That's lightsabers. Yeah, but that's not like that's not like what fans. Every kid, every kid that walks by says they want to be Mickey Mouse, so they sell them at the parks. Like I get that. I get that type of stuff. Like I understand what you're saying there. That's but crazy. Like, that's just that man, blows my mind. Mouse I, ears. I forgot this. Everybody makes fun of me mispronouncing stuff. I wanted Aja. Vent- I wanted Brian to say Aja Ventress one time to see how he pronounces Aja real quickly. Um, it's uh, Aju uh, Ventress. That's what he said. Ventress. Steak Aju Ventress. Steak Aju Ventress. Um, and my Darth tip. She's dead, by the way. 20 years. Yep, before. Died in book. 20 years yes, before. but I I think we're... I forgot where, what she died, but didn't Dooku kill her? Dooku did. She gave up her yep. life to save Voss. Oh, so that's yeah. Ah, baby I read that book. Uh-huh. Very good. Dark Disciples. Yeah, she gave up her life so that Voss could go out and save... Baby Yoda, and yeah. he can turn yeah, back yeah. to the light side, and then he doesn't get there in time. And Inquisitor grabs Baby Yoda, and then that's the end. Uh, but she's done, so she won't be showing she up. Will no longer she will be showing up on thirteen thirteen. So don't worry about it. Yeah, when, I, think we're, I don't think we're done seeing her. I think they're gonna. No, I mean, I she, think maybe we'll bring see her a skeleton. lot of her stuff back. <laughs> no. Hey, he's giving you support already. <laughs> Thank no, you. I, <laughs> she's a good character. Like she honestly is a great oh, character. Uh, she will be coming down the line. I feel like, uh, and I think she's going to have that, that look like she was a bounty hunter, right? Like with a soga for a minute and then left that and spent a period there. And I think we might see that period. Cause there's a lot of characters you can put in there. We do know. Let's do it. Cause we Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu is trying ah. to talk. <laughs> Can I change the state farm because the new Mandos Razor Crest is left again? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hey, no, don't hey, don't get it twisted. Their parks are great. Uh, as an investment company that owns a bunch of stuff, they did a wonderful job, Dennis. I'm not saying that at all. And obviously, Lucas isn't exactly the best uh business person, or and if you saw what was going on at Marvel, 
obviously because comics lose money uh, and they decide to take their best characters and for somehow make terrible licensing contracts with it. They're not All good right. people. I understand that. But what I'm saying is like. That guy, DZ, I am so jealous, man. So jealous. I got something for all this this Disney is it Star Walmart Wars. Park? Yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, all right, we're out of it. Done. I'm about to bounce my pizza. We're just, yeah, I think we're, we're going good. back and forth. No, no, no. Going no, no, back yeah. and forth. They might have anything else because if not, it, we have still 82 in the chat this late at night. We do. They want to hear something, let us know. Uh, oh, Brian's coming back. But uh, come on, let's wait till he comes back so I can hit that. Somebody's got to have something else really quickly we can talk well, about. I get Okay. So right. did we um, – let's talk crossover a little bit real quick. Danny Kate's crossover shoot 2 came out. Uh, we got a couple cameos. Is anything – do you guys think anything with these cameos is going to end up being spec-worthy one day down the line? I don't, but the book's pretty okay, right? Are you enjoying yeah. reading it? Um. Is it worth cover price? That's what I'm asking you. Yes. Yes, I think it is. I think I it do, is. I do love that he's tying everything in and not just Marvel DC. I, now he's got Spawn in here and that new cover is supposed to be huge and and uh, that uh, black and white variant's going to freaking go for more money than I can afford. So I'm going to lose out on that one. But what a dope-ass cover. You know, I like that someone's finally bringing in and, and going, you know what? Why don't we make this giant universe one big giant universe and have some of these guys come in and, and play together in the same area? Like, the, it, it's fantasy fun, for that. right? It's definitely fancy fun. But everybody besides CBB, because he said no to this, what issue does <laughs> you, you know this is Kate, so what issue does it start falling apart? Let's put a little well, bet. Let's put a little non- not five dollars if we were four. betting five dollars. I'm gonna say four. Four. Because he, he pushed it by issue three, by issue three and six. So I, I think, think it's four. He just gets it before the arc every time, right? Like the end of the arc, because then you'll buy a couple extra. So I'm going like seven. Because I, I think like the arc will, you this one. I think um, the arc will stay through eight. So then like you're you know, like a lot of his books, you're like, hey, let's get it through. He gets to seven, you're like, okay, well, that wasn't so good. Then eight comes out, you're like, eh, he can still make it up. He starts the next part of the arc, and you're like, Ooh. Yeah, I was I was going to say nine, because that's around nine is normally he gets about two small arcs in there, and then it starts going down. And then he's got to bring it back at least by 15, or everyone's out. The chat seems to be saying four. Four. There's a lot yeah, of four. Four to three there. sounds good to me. Well, you already said you already said one. It's over. So, oh, it's I don't. I think personally, I I'm not a fan. Like from now, it's falling apart. Like I'm just not okay. Like the premise is all right, but I just don't think it's that. I was never the hound to begin with, so I'm not letting my own personal bias color into it because that's just how I personally feel. Like when I think that the rest of let's say the the national perspective will catch up is more around three or four. Right now, there's still some disparity between what I think and where everyone else like. Oh, it's okay. I think they'll start to be more on my level come the next two. I think actually it's an old person book and he's playing up to all of us suckers. And <laughs> when he stopped doing that. Oh, George. Good night, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, take it easy, George. Good job on that sale, brother. And anybody else, like I said, anybody else send emails to the show or whatever. Like we'd love to, to talk about it with you guys. If you guys are getting good sales, if you guys are setting the market or you're doing whatever else, let us know. We'll definitely highlight it for you. Um, I think it is a lot of nostalgia for, you know, people that were in the, you know, through these realms that same age, if you're same age as Donnie, 
Like these are books that play well to us. So I think he's going to get through the end, and I think he might be pretty close to If there's any book he can stick the end on, I think this is the book he can stick the end on because he's just placating towards all of us, right? Like that's what he's doing. Yeah. Well, except for CBB. But like, do we know how long this is supposed to go? Is he said when it's going to end? I don't know. I don't. I know. I think it's a mini series, isn't it? Make sure to check out number four. That was my last one. What did you say, Matt? I said I thought it was a mini series, but I might be wrong. I don't think it's an ongoing. I hope it's a mini series. I hope it's. I hope it's. I think if it's a mini, he can definitely. I think if it's a mini, he can hit it because it's just long enough where he can hit the mini series portion of it. Finish it off. Just enough nostalgia, and then we call it a day. And that's what I was thinking too: is if he does a, a solid mini series, you know, even I don't know, ten books, end it at ten, and call it good. I think he's got a solid chance at at finishing, tying everything up, making a nice, neat little ribbon and bow, and and getting in and out and putting a, a strong book out. I think if he continues to try and go longer than that, I think he's going to have trouble. I think like is that that's how we all kind of see it, right? Like I like him. The problem that I have with him is like he needs the mini. To, well, did he finish the Doctor Strange Damnation? Did he really nail the ending in that one? Because that was almost kind of like a mini because he did an arc in there. <laughs> Guardians, he did good on. I like the Guardians uh, arc that he did. That was pretty good. I think that might be. I think his downside is like he gets hot and they kind of keep letting him go. And sometimes when he goes, it's like just a little bit too far. Yeah, and and that's what I'm afraid of with crossover because it came out so strong in the beginning. I, I just I don't know. I I hope he only does maybe ten and calls it over. Good night, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good night. Yeah, good plug. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that goes down. I mean, I like crossover right now. It's a good book. It's doing well. Everything's cool with that. I, I just don't see a lot of spec value in it because it's it's a lot of characters from different yeah. companies that. I mean, it's it's cool to, I guess, nostalgia wise, but otherwise, I don't see a lot of spec value in it. You know what we should probably do next week too is probably hit up like why the last man because I know that's coming. Like some of these titles that are coming out that are going for a while. Plus, I'm a fan of Vaughn. I really want Vaughn to come back, and I know he misspelled his name in this. Just reminds me of how much I miss Brian K. Vaughn and some of his books because I really did like like his style. Too bad he's never gonna finish Saga. They have to set it on. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be nice to see Saga tally out and get that done. That'd be huge. Well, I mean, you're never going to see that on the screen, right? Because you're never doing nine. You're never having, uh, you know, TV robot guy with the uh, woo going in the woo God, I think you could totally do it. Look at some of the aliens and crap that they make in, uh, in Dude, Star Wars. And a- Apple, Apple refused to even release that comic book. You are not. You're not making Saga. Uh, did you read Saga? Yeah. There's a dude bigger than me with a smaller than me on that book. Like, it ain't happening, bro. Sure, not- look at fucking, they did uh, Watchmen and Dr. Manhattan's big giant blue schlong in the movie theater hanging out through 90% of it. I mean, it was, oh, look, there's Dr. Manhattan schlong again. There's There's porn playing on the TV screen at a certain point. Like you're not, you can't do that, man. Sure. HBO Max. Hey, don't let your yeah. kids watch that. Oh, There's HBO- some solid I- shit on this. <laughs> hey, CBB, how'd HBO Max go? Anybody knock that lately? 
I love it. I, dude, I have it and I love it. There is so much on there. So much good stuff on there. Raised by Wolves. Oh, man. Watching it right now and that thing is incredibly good. Thanks, Chris. Um, no, There's good serious. documentaries on there if you're a documentary fan. They got a good one on D.B. Cooper, which if you watch the Loki trailer, that was pretty dope. I'm a huge D.B. Cooper nerd. Um, and then they got one on the uh, big suicide, the not Zodiac Killer, but the big cult thing in the 90s. Mm. Oh, they got good documentaries uh, on there. Which gets the offspring? No <laughs> yeah. clue. Um, they if have you're a one, documentary about uh, that water park up in New Jersey that was point. so crazy. Yeah. yeah place is awesome. <laughs> uh, if you Wednesday Warrior, I think me personally, one of the biggest books this week that has, I think, spec potential. If you're looking for something that you can probably still pick up for cover price in your local comic shop is Avengers 39. Uh, Enter the Phoenix started the prehistoric Phoenix saga. The key point in this is through this King and Black stuff, we're going to start getting um, some crossovers and tie-ins. And I believe this is going to go down as the accredited first appearance of the the carnage arised Mary Jane from that uh, spider uh, ghost spider Gwenum carnage crossover that we talked about last week. Um, and also the first appearance of the new Valkyrie that is getting that is going to show up in the King of Black tie, tie-in. So, if you're looking for something to spec on on that, what book is that again? Um, what's that? What's that again? Avengers thirty nine. Oh, nice, cool. So it's it's definitely the, it's an insert within the books. It's definitely something I think that could be potentially worth if she blows up anywhere. Like I mean, it's Carnage, and so you think with with Venom, Carnage is usually going to explode too. So. Yeah, if she blows up anything like Spider Gwen did, and I, I think the design's pretty dope myself. So I think that's something that's an insert in the in this book. <laughs> Definitely worth picking up that book. You can still get it. And I think one of the blowaways for me this week that I didn't expect to be blowing up the way it has. I expect uh, the uh, Spider Man. What is it? She fifty four PlayStation. Uh, Miles Morales game variant. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a $20 book already on eBay if you're looking for it still. So Miles variants seem to explode in price whenever they go on go out. So I don't know. Just just some books to look out for if you're a Wednesday Warrior that came out last week that might go a long way for you. Yeah, it's nice. Dude. So. All right, let's wrap it, dude. Wait, legacy one is under okay. All right, let's. Uh, anybody else got anything? Because if not, I'm I'm out, bro. Like I am yeah. tapped. Yeah, yeah. I got Yeah, I'm tapped. It's been good. Guys, yeah, still 83 people in the chat. Thanks for hanging out tonight. It was a fantastic time. The chat was fire, as always. If you had a good time, make sure to hit that like button on your way out. And then you want to come back and see more from MCM or any of the Flipside crew throughout the week make sure to hit that subscribe button and that bell notification turned on so you know whenever we go live uh if you want more from solo and marco check them out on the star wars mando review tomorrow and then you guys got your star wars show on thursday right wednesday we will have wednesday. uh this is our last wednesday we're gonna do a thrawn thing so if you want to find out what thrawn character is about and everything like that check that out we're just um, throwing it out there 
Next week we might talk about we might talk about how you like you know we just did that uh, uh, Lopez thing where you sell in a bundle you get a couple extra books. Same thing with Nico he did a bundle thing so maybe we'll review some bundle sales next week. We'll see what's going on. Make sure you check those guys out. Monday's always a hit. The guys are out there. Check out our boys the the sharks. You know uh, Kylo was over on the sharks. That's why he burned out his mic this week. And uh, hey. I'm telling you, don't miss Comic Book Women on Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. So check it all out. Yeah. Like, like Marco said, make sure to check out the flagship Tales from the Full Side Monday nights. Comic Book Women on Tuesday. Fantastic show. Uh, make sure to check out Modern Playbook Wednesday mornings. Um, and then, of course, Hot 10 on Fridays. And I mean, you know where we. You yeah, want something comic book related during the week? We got you covered over here on, on uh, Tales from the Flip Side. So. Absolutely. We got a lot of good shows. We've been hitting a lot of home runs lately. All right. Somebody take us out of here. Let's go. All, All right. right. Well, well, that'll do it. Go ahead, no, Corbin. Or Matt Solo. Marco, it's your boy CBB. The Corbin train is out. Y'all have a good night. It's been Comic Mayhem. Boom. Set it. Get off my right. galaxy. We'll see you next week. <laughs>